Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens, Science and Sci-Fi Obsessed Nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 11, Episode 3, The Next Humans. Thinking future humans, which makes me think future people. Oh, yeah. Which, when I Googled pictures for this, it was all Asia Blendo looking people. Hey, our our racist friend Thrillin was not wrong when he coined <laughs> when he coined the term future people, aka he said something else, yes. which he didn't think was racist, yes. but was clearly racist. They were Excalibur dwellers, right? We were uh, uh, we were on the monorail from Excalibur to Mandalay Bay or vice versa. In my head, I was like, we were tram. on the sword tram. Yes. <laughs> the man with long tram. There's some trams humanists here. People There's... that want to become trains oh, and yes. transport devices. And just move <laughs> things, people, right. all sorts around from place to place just on to... a given track. Right, because... Work the li- life is all about service and servitude. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yum lunch. Through service, we find gratitude, and through gratitude, we find the Lord. And through service, we find our vices. Yes. So you must be careful and stay on track within the rail system, and yes. that is how you will move forward. Yes. So you do not go back. We must find balance in Mrs. Vice, exactly. who brings the feminine to the masculine, which is really what this episode's all about. Yes. Trans. Humanism. <laughs> Human <laughs> trance. Exactly. <laughs> Bo Bandy's here first. He says oh. nice and early tonight. So he'll get a sponsor. Oh, yes. Our first segment. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I left a little comment. Congratulations to Bo Bandy's daughter for her scholarship, I think, or something that it was. And then I creeped out on his comments. And I said, uh, I think I said, Bo Bandy is a proud galactic daddy or a proud daddy. Oh, you or actually like commented that. Yes. on his actual yes. post. All right. <laughs> Hope Congratulations. You enjoy it, Saving a little of that sweet Skrilla. Oh, yes. Letting the state pay for your daughter's education. Yum. Like the true pink Okami that you are, Bobandy. <laughs> well, his name is in pink tonight. So oh, yeah. Very interesting. Oh, yeah. There you go. It, uh, it's all lining up. It's yes. a deep state. You know. Lennon, Stalin, Bobandy. It's all part of the plan okay. here. <laughs> the, the prolapnicity of it all is just, I mean, insane. Okay. Yeah. Now, because you and your brother, we've talked about this before, but you and your brother created the Bolognicity scale. Actually, him and some other friends. His friend Hesh oh. and him. <laughs> the, the, oh, my friend Hesh. Yeah. That's like Hesh, a, who kind of looked like Bib Fortuna, so we'd also call him that. Oh. No oh. chin. Was his hair very long and wrapped around oh, his no, whole he had, head? No, yeah. Ratty. No, no. It was more than no chin factor. Got it. Okay. No, no chin with fucked up teeth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that was Hesh. I did not know. Quick. Well, so here. We'll stay on one side note. Not the state. It's a private college. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, Bob Andy's a proud, re- republic-loving American. Okay? <laughs> privateer. A, yes, exactly. No state college. He's yes. a privateer. Um, he's a peetotaler. <laughs> a piss know. freak. Yeah. <laughs> as, as we might say. Uh, no, you... you Him and Keith's sister. <laughs> yes. Your brother created uh, the Bolognicity Scale, which was a rating system for the s- diameter of areolas on yes. women's breasts. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Could it Do, apply I to think, men's areolas? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, I think, the ratio to breast to areola, so a.k.a. Right. nipple size. Yeah. Uh, and you could never be a 10. Yes. <laughs> there is no 10 on the Because Because belongness, as in baloney, like yes. a slab of baloney on there, right. if you were a 10, the entire tit would be it could. areola, correct? In theory. I mean, I've, I've only heard of this scale. I did not, you know. Right. 
really dive deep into them to yeah. the analytics behind it right. and the, the ratios. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's uh, a garage yeah. somewhere in the South Bay with right. just like, you know, red strings and, yeah. and thumbtacks, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tracking the progression of areola yeah. growth over the last 30,000 right. years. Yeah. Um, they went to the Museum of Man in San Diego yeah. to track the hominid. And we first thought so. they were only <laughs> 11,600 years right. ago right. when you first saw the growth. But you look to records and you see a foss, a foss appearing. <laughs> Race of humans had yes. had massive hair. Yeah. Um, Which I did. Your brother to sounds that. a lot like Graham Hancock. It's yes, interesting. He does. It's yes. quite nice. It's weird. His accent really picks up. And well, does not. most people don't know, but S- Steve is technically a Brit. Yes. His family moved here, and his brother. His brother is actually like what seven or eight years older than you, something like that. He's seven percent British. Yeah, more. and so <laughs> yes, one percent per year <laughs> older than you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he had already established his vocalizations and intonations by the time they moved from. Uh, I think it was Southampton, yeah, where the Titanic set sail, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, but you were born, born and bred. Well, you were born in Southampton. You were born in that harbor, yeah. On their boat trip over, they decided to do it old school style, right? And uh, but you squeezed one out, yes. Early. But you, by the time, I mean, it was only a few months. So as you were gestating, uh, you had already absorbed that South Coast vibe. They went around. They went from England. Around the, the the southern horn Cape of Africa, <laughs> all say, the way to the Cape Redondo of Beach, Redondo Beach Harbor. Yeah, California. where you were dropped directly at the home you would grow up. <laughs> yes, I was plopped out in that lovely townhouse after my parents yes. divorced. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, there's a little divorce going on in my life right now too. Oh shit, not my own, but familial. Not my mommy, not why my daddy. Oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Divorce. 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 Forever, ever, 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 That's the one thing that's forever, forever, Isn't that funny that marriage is forever, but divorce is also forever, too? It could be. I mean, you could get re-divorced. Remarried, then divorced, yes. Which, someone in our family, not in our family, but like, it's either a friend or like a more distant relative has gotten I have a re- friend remarried has. to their their ex-wife like two times. Yeah. Like literally gone through three relationships with them, which is yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. I have a friend who did that. Ugh. Going through it right now and divorcing right now. Mm. Have you talked to me about this person? Uh, I don't know, but you know this person. It's mm. an old roommate of mine as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Thrillin'. No, yes. <laughs> never been married. Yeah, Thrillin' would need someone first yes. outside of Java. Yes. Yeah, Thrillin' is back to um, being, quote-unquote, raped by yeah. this woman that he met on a dating site or something. Many years ago at our yes. old, old apartment. Yes, back when he was the roommate and you were the master. No, I was the roommate, too. His <laughs> yeah. family owned all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always the other guy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always the guy in the closet jerking off, okay? Yeah, I'm always your spaghetti friend. <laughs> But he banged this chick, and she uh, had an affinity to eat jelly packets when she was too hungry to wait for food. Uh, Or even just during food, I think. (laughs) I love this during food. And I don't know if... I think he called her Jabba, but we might have. Yes. And then referred to her, because he didn't want ever a relationship with her Mm -hmm. amongst friends, where we were always like... If this is someone you love and want to be yeah. with, be with that person. Give a fuck, yeah, yeah. Well, he was mean to her first. Yeah, we we were mean to him via her, right? <laughs> because he wouldn't <laughs> accept that it was his girlfriend, right? So we would be extra mean to try and get him to like crack a little, right? Bit. Or also 
put his money where his mouth is. Right. So put his money in her vagina. Exactly. No, but, but but like literally commit to this person who seems to really care about you. Yeah. Or treat it like it's casual and then don't fucking do shit like, oh, I can't I can't hang out with you guys. Uh, Jabba's cousin's having a fucking birthday. I'm like, right. that's it's not the really kind of sad birthday. It's not the kind of shit you do with a casual girl you're just right. fucking. That's I, your I girlfriend. I went to Vegas with her sister and her right. husband. Right. When someone is your casual girlfriend for four years, right? Or sorry, your casual fuck buddy for four years, that's your girlfriend now. Right. Right. I've never understood the people that just fucking. I can't put a label on it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you just care about this person. It's like. Yeah. And he's back on it. Right. He was off it for a good chunk of years because he was yeah. with someone, and now he's back on it. So. And I don't think she's improved her life or <laughs> body in the least yeah. in that time. So. It's okay. Uh, Bobani asks, sister, question mark, question mark. Why, you want to get in there, Bo, huh? You're looking at Mrs. Bobandy, <laughs> huh? You get a little itchy. Um, I mean, I heard from you that she gives you head in the car, so from you might not want to give that one up. Yes, Bobandy. Yes. <laughs> no, he said that's over with now. Oh, got it. The head in the car? I believe so. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume he's, that she's not doing it all the time, all day, every day. Yeah, all car so, rides. Yes. <laughs> Even when going to the young girls' soccer games. Right. <laughs> yeah, going to pick up that, that scholarship check. <laughs> oh, and I got that scholarship money now in a Ooh, pile of, coming uh, in. in the living room. <laughs> yeah, that means it freed up money, so you can come to Contact in the Desert with mm. us, Bo, okay? Or you can up that Patreon Big. level even harder. Exactly. <laughs> you could be our scholarship daddy. Yes. Uh, let's talk about Contact in the Desert a little bit. You found that they um, found <laughs> that yeah, you, I you discovered you checked the uh, the schedule and they well, actually got an email right saying so. Oh yeah, I'm, you know what's funny? Did you my my Outlook, my stupid mail app on my phone mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. protective of of my fucking anonymity and like spam filter and stuff. Yeah. Fucking everything goes into my junk mail now. It's crazy. So oh, I have really? to go check constantly. Fucking order confirmations for shit are always in my fucking spam yeah. folder. So it must be in there too. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but we were looking at that schedule. It, it's going to be fun. We're going to yeah. have a great time. Yeah. It's a little disappointing though. Mm-hmm. Because my theory is due to all this history con and all the alien con stuff yeah. that Sooks and Georgie, Sooks and Georgie. <laughs> Sooks and uh, Childress, Childress, Wilcock. I don't know about Wilcock so yeah. much, but definitely Sooks and Childress. I think are on. They're either conned out mm-hmm. or they have an actual contract, yeah, where they can't do any conventions outside of the History Convention or History right. Channel convention series, right. sponsored um, conventions. Yeah. yeah, because because then they're like, well, you're taking and it, I could just see a fucking studio exec going true. Well, yeah, we need to pump these up. So you guys aren't allowed to be anywhere else. You have to sign this exclusive deal yeah. because otherwise it's going to like deplete our sales. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, we've seen at AlienCon 2018, we saw the crew of the show yeah. and Prometheus Entertainment, but including the executive producer. But and he doesn't seem like a guy that would make that decision. No, but, but the, I feel like. But that's what I'm saying. What? Well, yeah, is there must be some other team that well, might handle that because kind of History shit, right? Con, yeah. is its own convention. I'm sure. I'm mm-hmm. sure History Channel built a department like right. Disney did for D23. Yeah, yeah. And it's like now it's just dedicated to these yeah. events. Uh, and moving forward, we need all you guys to like tweet about stuff, post stuff, right. do all these things, and we'll sign you to a deal. Yeah. But that means you can't do a contact in the desert, right? Or Whatever fucking jerk off fest in the mountains, Ex- that yeah, weird yeah, yeah, snow one, yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm curious because you know, and I'm not even disagreeing because I have no fucking clue. But it's we're five months out from the convention, and I feel like I remembered getting tons of emails like the last two months 
before where it was like this person's been added, then this person, and it was like big news. They were and like, I hope, hey, yeah. this person's now going to appear here, or whatever. Yeah. But but it is weird then that why why release the official schedule so early if it wasn't close to being complete Locked and loaded? You know, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, but that being said, there's a couple TBD spots last year. Yeah. Some of the panels even changed day of, exactly. where we were like in one and we're like, it says it should be this, mm-hmm. and it's clearly one a different topic yeah. and two a completely different yeah group of people. That was kind of my point. Is like I wonder how as how the, set in stone the schedule is. Well, and as the event scales, it seems like the event has been scaling steadily upward, but maybe the organization behind it has barely been keeping up with that scaling upward, so that well, the organization or organizers. Comic Con in San trouble. Diego had that problem, yeah. and uh, Alien Com- Con Pasadena too. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Kamikaze, which mm-hmm. is now Los Angeles Comic Con or some oh, bullshit. Right. Uh, they've had a lot of those problems where right. it just got outside of themselves. Right. But so hoping that's just the case this year yeah, too. Yeah. Either way, part Either of what we were stoked. Good, part of what yeah. we were stoked for is that <laughs> I, Ryan Spring host of Somewhere in the Skies podcast, <laughs> uh, he has two. Uh, he wasn't there at all, and I've listened to podcasts recently of his where he was talking to a couple guys that he knows or whatever. In that, world. they're they're kind of actors slash writers that also did some Bigfoot thing, mm-hmm. and they were at contact when we were at contact, but we weren't aware of who they were. And um, uh, and he on that podcast interviewing them was like. I'm so bummed I couldn't make it this year. I just I just couldn't make it happen. It's like my dream to go to con- cuz he says that's like the mecca yeah. of conventions for this kind right, of stuff. Right. Um As which Joe is- Rogan says where we will all mentally jerk each other off. Yeah, we'll all mentally <laughs> masturbate, masturbate with yeah, each yeah. other. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh I mean and it is true. I I feel like the percentage of people like us there well like me and you is probably less than a percent but but in terms like 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 the hosts of like like the hysteria 51 ryan sprague they're all very healthy minded people right like open to it but skeptical you know you ask the questions you're like i want to believe this i want to be open but let's ask some questions right just to get through they want it to be true but they want it to be true because of facts that seem reasonable yes not because they just want it to be true right whereas we saw tons of people there that just based on their own experience, they want it to be true, and have convinced themselves that they know it to be true as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, one of the best parts of going to these conventions, which you didn't get in L.A. because it was so spread out, yeah. but it's like just the kind of waiting for the room to open, yeah. the people, the banter, like you yeah. hear them talking, and you're like, one guy's like, oh yeah, I have like, uh, like they sound totally normal, and then there's like this one switch, yes, and it's like... I remember at Pasadena, it was like, this guy's like, oh, this is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, but but we've got shit on Mars, and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, he's got yeah. all this proof. I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> and then last year at Contact, there was this guy who's like, oh, yeah, it just seemed like a normal fucking dad. And then he's talking to these two ladies. Yeah. So I don't know if he's trying to pick up on them or whatever. Uh-huh. But he's like, oh, yeah, I've got a, a shed where I keep aliens. And they they stay back there yeah. whenever, right? Oh, That's what he's yeah. saying? Yes. Right? So like, he, he was a very bar-alike dude. And he had like a Hawaiian shirt. Had a wife that was about a foot taller than him, and little little frog faced man, and he was just back there going, "Oh yeah, I don't know what it is, but I mean, ever since we bought this house about twelve years ago, it just seems to be like the set, you know, central location for landings and visitations and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, we're getting people in there like every summer visiting us and whatever. I'm yeah, just like, what the like, fuck? What talking Casually about? talking. Oh, it's it's the. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's yeah, the. Yeah. I'm like, why are you? You're trying to one up 
this other yeah. these ladies where they're just mentioning something. Yeah. And I'm like, now you're like a rock star trying to impress an audience of two, which is right. really sad and depressing. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm like, also like, you know you're fucking lying, dude. Right. Like right. again, I would believe him if he said I had an experience once. Yeah. Wow. Or oh my god, look at this footage. This is my house. Right. These are the people like they literally come every yes. summer and they stay and oh. I can't get them to go and <laughs> yeah. and I I you know they crush all my pine trees. The glory and, holes and are blew, too good. <laughs> blew through my my barn. Those are powerful orgasms. Yeah. I, it's lone pine now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see uh, a much more populated area but yeah. everyone got sniper rifle through the head by jizz ropes, you know, <laughs> just taking them out. Yeah, we all thought it was Spider-Man at first <laughs> and it was like pretty cool but then it got, it Spider-Man's got not that violent, you know. Yeah. His web shooters are powerful, but not enough to just blow through people's skulls. Smelled like bleach. Yeah. It was weird. The whole town just reeked. Yeah. I mean, we know we know what that web shader fluid web shooter fluid yeah. sounds like. Web shaders. <laughs> what it all smells like. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Andy said he just started listening to it, and he likes it. Somewhere to this guy's the Patreon campaign. Well, no, I've, he's a great broadcaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a great show. I, I was gonna say I feel like we do more of that impression on on our Patreon. Yes, episodes. exactly. <laughs> because that's our. Patreon. <laughs> and again, <laughs> so again, not that we don't like this person, we yeah, think yeah. he's great. We just develop voices, yeah, and then just voices go, and and create characters because that's yeah. the the more opposite of what that person would be. Yeah, the exactly. Because yeah. like he's very clean cut, very right. like very <laughs> professional, very yeah. clear, like you know all the things yeah. where. <laughs> We've now turned him into of course, a real yeah. mad well, fiend. Well, and the whole reason that we do this show is largely, yes, it's our love for learning and interest in this stuff, but it's our love of personalities. Right, right. We right. love people watching. We love. Yeah. I mean, and it's also from this deep-seated, like, we don't really belong with a lot of people kind of thing growing yeah. up. So it's like we just observe, yeah, hyper-observe other on. people yeah. and then judge them, too. But, like, as we've gotten more mature... It's less of a like fuck that guy judge. It's more of a just like oh this guy says yeah. this this and this and now, that's funny and we'll that's make our own character world exactly of that yes. person. We and we, yeah we we take somebody we take one percent of someone <laughs> and then make a whole character based off yeah. of stereotypes that someone like that did once yeah. to us or something. Trust like me, that, people you know? at work love us. Yeah. More. <laughs> Um, no, but like, <laughs> I mean, despite our entire bit from AlienCon 2018 ra- or 2019 wrap up of us <laughs> fucking Ryan Sprague <laughs> in the bathroom, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> you just mentioned it last week on Did the Patreon. I, yeah, I, I forget a lot of uh, things. You're saying. <laughs> um, but because uh, they're like, oh yeah, it's that little guy from this thing or whatever. You know? But you know. We don't actually fuck someone in the yeah, bathroom. Yeah. We get him a hotel room. Yeah. We wine and oh, dine him. Yeah. We, you know, we it's talk. It's all consensual. Yeah. Not we, too much wine. Right. <laughs> Not too much consent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, it's got to be like a nod or yeah. something. We want to keep yeah. it spicy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah implied consent. Yeah. <laughs> implied. You know what they say? Implied consent leads to implied nudes. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> so rape leads to you taking the clothes off of someone. <laughs> My own clothes where I yes. just stare in the window. <laughs> oh, I'm someone too. Right. Oh, um, Bandy says it's all about satire, and that's why he listens. Exactly. So, anyways, um, in case he ever listens or yes. someone gets yeah. back to him, uh, we love yeah. you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, sweetie. <laughs> also, found pictures of him and his girlfriend. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were getting to where we felt normal, and then also I uh, found a few pics of him and his girlfriend. Oh, they were at Disneyland. Yeah. He's just very clean cut, so we weren't sure what was going on. Yes. And then I think he tagged a. 
photo on yes. somewhere in the skies of, of his five-year anniversary. His personal his and something yes. else. So yes. we don't, we don't <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, on. it's all good. Don't yes. worry. He, even he. We'll see you yes. at the Miramonte. No. No, even, <laughs> <laughs> the Miramonte? I, th- I think that's where we stayed last time. The Miramonte. Indian oh, Wells that's right. Or yeah, something, yeah. Even though this is like the Hyatt. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were messing up the the Renaissance Hotel Indian Wells uh, thing, yeah, yeah. Like, the Miramonte, <laughs> which does sound much more like Contact in the Desert would be right, right. at that hotel. Um, but uh, Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, our deep obsession with personalities. We're like, oh, is he straight or gay or whatever? Like, because he seemed cagey about things. He has very clean cut beard and eyebrows, which yeah. again, in our experience, has led to yeah. Dudes. Yeah. <laughs> More dudes. Yeah. More dudes. Now, someone I Not that to, there's anything wrong with that. Uh, said, said, oh, they remind him of like an East Coast, like, scenester person who's now evolved yes. into that. Exactly. Kind of thing. So. And and when you throw in that he's a, a Broadway playwright, yeah. you know, things are suspect. See, that so. reminds me of the IT Crowd season two, episode one, yes. <laughs> yes. where they go to see the play. The and, play called Gay. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the girl doesn't know. If the guy she's with is actually gay, yes. but he, and it's a whole thing. Yeah, because he, he, the clues start dropping right in the beginning where he's looking for a copy of Heat magazine, yeah. which is like, like a very like or it's a very trendy like gossip pop culture celeb magazine that usually only young girls or grandmas like to read. Mm-hmm. So then, like of course, Moss and Roy are just right. like, oh, he's super yeah. gay. Like yeah. he wanted a Heat magazine, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then he ends up actually being gay by the right, end of right. it, too. And only went out with Jen because she looked like a man. Yeah, so he thought <laughs> she could pull it off. Yeah. Um, anyways, back back to the thing. Uh, should we just get this out of the way? How you doing? Uh, Bo oh, Band, yeah. Sponsored by yes. the one and only Bo Bandy. Bo Bandy. 2112. Yes. Recent poet laureate scholar from yes. <laughs> whatever Lovely university. Florida. Yeah. Uh, his daughter was not him. <laughs> the flow rider. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. We had a nice long weekend. It's uh, MLK Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're recording a little early. I'm drinking Got the a full glass off. of milk in this can there right here. Go. Just chug, chug. <laughs> White milk. Um, but yeah, this weekend I went with a friend and uh, they're like, oh, let's go. Have you ever seen a shaman? I said, no, yeah. I mm-hmm. never have. They're like, well, mm-hmm. let's go. So we went. Yes. I met Mr. Shaman Pat. Yes. Uh, Does he have a website or anything? I don't know. I don't want to plug too much. That's fine. But uh, what's it called? He he apparently, again, some sort of Native American roots. He's been struck by lightning twice, mm-hmm. and something else happened. So part of being a shamanic, part of your shamanic journey apparently is you die and come back. So some sort of right. resurrection. You die in, in Quebec? Exactly. So they all visit Canada, and and they have to learn how to speak French just enough to get by. Right. Um, so they can get back to their roots. Exactly. But yeah, so I think it's the like, roots of the maple tree. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, classic Canada. Hey guys, hey ladies, we're from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but again, I'm assuming because it's going into the nether realm or right. something and coming back. So he is connected to animals. So. I'll just give like a very brief like synopsis. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, for anyone who does this for the first time, because this was my first time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So he just sat down. He like He's like, well, hey, I'm 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 Pat. It's nice to meet you. He And he literally was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I've had to relearn my American yeah. accent after being in Quebec for so long. It's wild. <laughs> I've been uh, reading since 78, and I've oh, had wow. these cards since 88. Whoa. Uh, so he has like... 
kind of, of a lot of energy in those cards. Pseudo tarot cards, but they're all animal based. So mm. like he pulled like probably nine or ten cards right off the bat. Yeah. Out of like a, a deck, like a normal a random size deck. deck. Okay. Yeah, you like, you know, shuffle it or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, this upper realm is your spiritual realm, this is the grounding realm, okay. and then kind of like future weird whatever are those realms like the horizontal rows that he's laying the cards out in yeah so it's like okay you know spiritual whatever he's like oh you got guides and blah 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 yeah. and then um like you're gonna come into a circle of people but basically it's like animals <laughs> you're gonna come in a circle, <laughs> in of, a circle people. of people <laughs> okay uh so yeah so he goes over that and he's like do you have any questions yeah. this and that so a lot of people were like not a lot but if you were like oh what are your questions what are your questions and i was thinking more like spiritual or or future or whatever and i'm yeah. like i don't have a ton i really want to ask mm-hmm. ask <laughs> so <Canada. laughs> but apparently and then he did some energy healing which i'll touch on in a second mm-hmm. but i guess i could have just asked him literally anything yeah so uh the other person i went with did ask about like what do you think about aliens what do you think about um, like the fifth dimension. What do you mm. think about this or that? Right. Paranormal so it's like stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you can actually just ask and talk about that and get his feelings and like, oh, right. do you think I should keep doing that? And like, mm. so it's kind of a little psychic y kind yeah. of shaman, like just mysticism. And I are guess, you, you know? are you paying him per hour? Like, is it just by time? It is by time. So that's I cool. think I, I mean, because like that's cool. At least you could fill minutes. that with. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's literally whatever you want. So, so as a first timer, if you're going to go, yeah. don't just worry about like, Bring a condom. Do, do I? Yeah. It, should I wear a condom yeah. next time? Kind of questions. Like, literally, just go in there and just. I've been using this condom since '78. <laughs> a lot of energy in here. These diaphragms since '88. Yeah. <laughs> when I transitioned and I re-erected. Um. But yeah. So just kind of if if I, again, it's no fault or whatever. If I yeah. do it again, then it's like okay, now I know I can do that. So right. if anyone's listening and goes sees that. Yeah. Uh, don't be have, scared just to ask, kind of. Have some questions ready. Yeah, have some questions ready, and yeah. they don't have to be about you or, like, your future. It can right. just be, what do they think about other realms or people using right. DMT or this or that. Exactly, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he did some energy healing on me where... Was I mean, it specifically, was it a general energy, or do you call it Reiki, or do you call it something else? It wasn't else? Reiki, because I think that's Japanese. Right. Uh, it's a specific style, yeah. Yeah, so I laid on a bed. He pulled my pants down. Oh. No. <laughs> Uh, it was a very happy ending of energy. <laughs> yes. No, but he took like some feathers and mm. like chanted around, and then he like put his hands like on my forehead and neck. Okay. And then just kind of like sat there and kind of like slowly tweaked, and mm. that was probably like twenty minutes. Oh wow. Where he's like, just relax, like you're gonna go to sleep. Tweaked your tweaked the orientation of your head. No, of his hands. Like you could okay. feel him like slightly moving. Oh okay. Uh, so like light touch kind of stuff. Yeah, like he's like manipulating a realm Got or it. a series. of I don't know if he was like notes. grabbing your head and going like. No, 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 no. Like a chiropractor just... does before they do the neck pop. Right, thing. right, right. Yeah. No, yeah, not quite that much. But um, no, I did not drop acid with the shaman, Bobani. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, did he come or what? <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah. So like, it was very relaxing. I yeah. felt like lighter, and I felt good afterwards. And yeah. again, it's like that was re- that was cool. Like yeah. I don't know if that's me or it's just like a relaxing time, or yeah. you know, he really did manipulate stuff. We'll see. Right. We'll see what he said if that stuff comes to fruition or not. Right. Um, if that French accent starts creeping out see, of you a little bit. Oh, yeah. oh, we. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Proof. Dirty, dirty pie. <laughs> the classic Quebec yeah. phrase. Ooh, dirty, dirty, dirty pie. pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, overall. That's cool. Uh, yeah, something different. Something yeah. I thought, okay, that, that could be fun. Yeah. 
align with the show a little bit here. Your so. most, uh, you're probably your most paranormal-ish experience since we went to the David Omen house ghost hunt. Yeah, I did a, a ghost. Because you guys did that follow-up, but nothing much happened Yeah, there, there wasn't right? anything too crazy yeah. there. Yeah, in San Juan Capistrano. Right. But anyways, yeah, so nice. getting ready for the week. Mm-hmm. How about you, Joe? How you doing? Um, Put some cabinets in this week <laughs> in my garage. Uh, yeah, nothing nothing so spiritual. Although, like I was, we were talking a little bit before, but uh, there's a big family thing going on right now, like I mentioned kind of before. And Friday before we went up to, you and I and my wife and our friend Thrillin went up to Modern Times Brewery mm-hmm. uh, later in the night because I had therapy. So, And I go to EMDR, which is, uh, fuck. Well, it's rapid eye movement, uh, desensitization and reprocessing. Mm-hmm. Um, eye movement, yeah, desensitization and reprocessing. So it's a specific kind of... desensitization. <laughs> he has a lot of numbing cream there. Yeah. Um, no, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's talk therapy mis- mixed with meditation, mixed with... Uh, very scientifically based, um, like mimicking REM sleep. Mm-hmm. So when you're having those dreams of, you know, that's me in the corner, that's me on the spot, losing my religion, all that. Right. Shiny, happy people. Whenever you're dreaming of I- REM, it's been tested that people process their traumas and nightmares much more healthily too. For any of the right. th- any of the dreams that follow or or be- precede that song. Yeah. Uh, with the little MTV logo in the corner, then yeah. You know. No, but uh, an oversized R- blue shirt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his guest starring on as the ice, one of the ice cream men on um, the Mr. Tasty episode of Pete and, the Adventures of Pete and Pete on yeah, Nickelodeon. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, uh, REM sleep meaning rapid eye movement. When you're in deep sleep, when your eyes are moving rapidly, uh, your eyes are kind of pinging the left and right hemisphere yeah. of your brain. And the scientists are like, "Well, there's got to be something to this. If we can think of, if our brain is unfiltered at night, and we can think about horrific things, beautiful things, or a mix of you know somewhere in between." And yet we wake up feeling refreshed. There must be something extremely primally healthy about that processing uh, that the brain does during yeah. sleep. So can we replicate that in waking hours? Time. Yeah. And so, and then they, you know, they, they've been you know working on this for decades apparently, but it's becoming more popular in the last five ten years. And what I like about it is that it it is a little bit of you could consider it new agey, but only in the sense that it's it's new in the official. In the dogma of therapy, of yeah. counseling, of psychiatry, yeah. psychology, all that stuff. But now it's actually like, I remember Dr. Drew from like the Loveline days, Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew shit. He's the one that said, because they, they found so much success with EMDR in breaking fucking heroin addicts of their addiction. Mm-hmm. So literally all the shit that would trigger an addictive need, mm-hmm. they would go into an EMDR session, which basically either involves um, going through some traumatic memory or something that bothers you while... Tapping left and right in a rhythm of little little vibrators on your thumb. Oh yes. Uh, tap uh, vibrating in, in a rhythm or a sound. You have headphones on and the sound something to be triggering that rhythm of your left and right hemisphere of your brain, so that your analytical side and your creative side, which is what happens in dreams, mix together. Whereas in waking time, we usually kind of pick one or the other, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, depending on the moment, so or issue that you're thinking about. So. Um, Anyway, I've been doing that for a long time, for two or three years now. It's been a huge help for me. But I was like, all this stuff with the family was happening, and I went there on Friday night before we left. And, or Thursday night. Or Thursday night, yeah. Uh, and uh, did a, my, my therapist also does pranic healing. So, uh, And pranic healing is tec- technically a Hindu thing, but it's become more a part of that EMDR world where it's like, 
in EMDR, you're doing a lot of the work. Like your therapist is kind of guiding you through it, but you're going through your memories and shit in this mm-hmm. meditative state. Whereas it, with pranic healing, they're literally doing an energy healing session where right. you've you've given them a little bit of um, description of kind of you know d- ailment uh, or whatever, right? Talking about whatever's going on. So usually, like for a half hour, you'll do that where they kind of n- now they have enough to go on, and you tell them, "Here's where I'm." holding in physical pain or physical discomfort because I like hold my anxiety in my stomach but or also my upper back with all these knots and shit like that. And so uh, went through a whole thing like that where your eyes are closed. You're doing kind of something similar. You're meditating. But to your point, it is interesting where I don't really care if it is a magical force doing chakra healing and stuff or it's just somebody helping you to sit the fuck down, calm down, and think about healing yourself which your mind has a, a huge ability to do those things. But when we have these different mindsets and then you're getting into whole, and I talked to my therapist about fucking quantum, how your, you know, the, your brain is a quantum computer and Travis Taylor fucking stuff. Quantum and all that computer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now if you want to fuck a quantum computer, your dick's right. got to be quick and slick. It's got to be like, like I'm <laughs> right. going to now transport this into that box over there, yes. which means quantum computer brain sex can only be gay because yeah. you're having either vagina for vagina or dick for yeah. dick. Dong okay? for dong. So yeah. you got to accept that. You got to be free of your, your bio strata, as David Wilcox says in this episode. Yeah. And one of the workarounds is ass to ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because ass can be any gender, right? Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's got a couple of cheeks. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, sa- same kind of thing where I started doing that, a- adding that into my EMDR sessions about a year ago. And it is it is pretty amazing how much physical pain that I focused on healing can subside for days at that yeah. point because then I'm lazy and don't do that shit on my yeah, which I totally meditate. have the power to yeah. but um but yeah no it's it's really interesting just again understanding we, I mean you and I have actually come a long way since starting this and become much more open minded to this stuff which I feel like we were much more like that's bullshit mm. before and ready to just tell everyone to fuck off you know mm-hmm. most of the time but yeah. um but, but then when you really talk about this shit I think you and I have also been like well if I'm talking about it, I want to just feel it for myself too yeah yeah all this gay stuff, all this gay yeah. talk, you know. Open the whole Let's new just doors, do it, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Bo, so Bo, Bo, yeah, Bobandy says we should just bottle it all up, yeah, and just let it out at inappropriate times, right? Through yelling or screaming, just exactly. like our fathers and our fathers before. Us. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because that is the that's the okay boomer, <laughs> that's the boomer yeah. way, you know, yeah. uh, and greatest generation way. You God know? bless America. <laughs> so my friend's dad would always. <laughs> Then he'd start saying fuck. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, no, so it is, this might have been your first time maybe experiencing that like, oh, like I don't know if that was fucking magic energy stuff or I just took the time to meditate a little bit and calm down, you know, so. um, Well, I've done some yogurt. (laughs) Meditated. It's nice. So when you stick your dick into a Dixie cup of... uh, uh, what is old that? plain? <laughs> I was gonna say something bad, but isn't there that Greek yogurt that's called like f- like fog or some weird Faja one? or something? Fa- yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> like from ground uh, member from yeah. gold member, you know, from Greek, and it's like from Greece or something. <laughs> and Faja, yeah, uh, <laughs> I believe so. Yes, um, but uh, I think that covers how I'm doing as well. So, uh, or you asked me, and I said it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So um, I was also listening to Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, we both listened to the Robert Shock episode. Yeah, eleven twenty four, I believe. Yes, but there's another one with uh, 
Dennis McKenna where he goes over and he, t- he brings up this thing called an Ajan light. You're talking about me, babe? Okay. Yeah. Have a little cha cha time <laughs> on old Joe Rogan there. Huh? Monday night football. Yeah. Huh? Toss the old pigskin. Yeah. I appreciate his, uh, you know, not always just countdown to the libtards out there and having a little bit of a mix of uh, common sense, uh, which to me means Republican ideals, common sense, of course, yeah. you know. Right. <laughs> cha cha. <laughs> You know, you know, do a little cha-cha Hey, what's dance. your favorite dance, Dennis? The waltz. Yeah. <laughs> Line oh, wow. dancing. <laughs> uh, but in Ajahn Light, and yes. it's where, it's like a light therapy that induces your oh, right. pineal gland, yes. and it will bring you to a state. Your what or pineal, gland? pineal gland. Sorry. Your what gland? Uh, P-N-L. Penile gland? Yeah. Come you on. shove it over your dong. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, you just let some light hit your dick yeah. by unzipping your pants hey, outside in this guy's backyard. There's all those people talking about butt chugging light or sunlight, so <laughs> it's all a thing. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so this induces a state like DMT, right? Because your body naturally produces it, right? And but then also yeah. has a chemical that kind of negates the effects of it if you don't stop that chemical, correct? Uh, that's the well, ayahuasca thing where it was like... The ayahuasca thing is that you would over-consume it right. if your body didn't... like. So this, that, that po- episode of the podcast, they talk a lot about that yeah. and how we're all just made up of drugs and chemicals, right. so it's all just balancing. Yeah. So if you were to eat it, it occurs naturally in all sorts of things. Yes, plants and all sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah so if you're just eating a lettuce or a salad and start tripping, that's not good. Right. evolutionary right 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 so you've developed this way to break it down so it neutralizes that. exactly yeah uh but it's still gonna per, you know happen in your body naturally right so ayahuasca is the thing <clears throat> where it, it negates your negation yes. so you can that was graham hancock's it. big thing he's like there's the stuff that that releases the dmt in your system but they're well, like no, you consume it sorry but that yeah. will but that and but that but graham hancock was saying Oh, so they just fucking found out of over ten thousand species of plants, the one plant then can fucking negate that negate. You know, it can stop your body yeah. from stopping you experiencing it or whatever. Right, right, right. So the combination of those two things, and that's part of what makes you fucking sick and everything too. I right, guess. right, right, right. Yeah. That and that's the edible form. But right. your body again naturally produces it, right. so it's like this gland. It in, induces that right. to stimulate it to this light therapy. You go, you go to a place which you're going to try a local place and yeah. A few weeks, a couple, yeah. well, ten days or couple something weeks, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, does this light therapy that's supposed to stimulate that gland. That gland. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, why? Cause why you can was smoke the DMT and that can get into your bloodstream? No right. problem. Why was the? Yeah. This is releasing it naturally without any drugs. Right. In right. Or with uh, yeah, any additional drugs. So why? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. You're right. That fucking stupid trend like a month and a half, two months ago of the. Hippie people showing their fucking taint to the sun. Yeah, butt chugging line. Because was that also the pineal gland or something? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> that was just a, it had healing properties. Right, and right. That's where your body they said there was some like gland by your taint that did that shit prostate, or something, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was some, finger it was some, some girl that did it, and she was yeah. like, I just feel great doing it. Yeah, some retarded influencer. Um, but uh, yeah, and then that, that Robert Shock episode was cool because it really confirmed that he isn't an ancient astronaut theorist. Right. Where I think I, I at least always assumed he was because of how often he was on those first few seasons. Yeah. But he's he's a, a lot like Graham Hancock where he's like, I will do this show for the right reasons at the right times. But it's also why even to this day, if they show Graham Hancock, it's from an interview in 2010. Right. Like he's not coming back and doing any of that shit right, since right. it got popular. But because um, he does not want to be mixed in with those people, even mm. though he is, which frustrates him. But 
but yeah, to hear Robert Shock admit to Joe Rogan, like, because Joe Rogan asked him, he's like, oh, are they using your shit out of context on that show? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to say they aren't, you know, yeah. so they're, because I think just like uh, Michael Denon from UCI, right? I don't think he's an ancient astronaut theorist. And I think they just have recorded fucking 10 hours of interview with him and they just yeah. fucking use every piece where they want it to. Yeah. So. And Robert Shock was saying, he's like, I just piss off everyone because. Right. The, the normal mainstream archaeologists hate what I'm saying, and the ancient astronaut theory, like, people want me to just dive deep into what they're saying, exactly. and I'm just trying to look for the truth, right? which it might be a little bit of both, but I'm not enough of one or the other, so they all just I don't hate have, me. I don't have the facts to say it's aliens. And they and he, and he says, he's like, he, he constantly in that episode kept saying, I, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I, I think it's kind of a... Kind of, kind of a cop out, you know. The alien, everything's aliens. Like yeah. he said, he literally said that sentence on the show, where I was just like, "Oh, okay." Now I can like, not that I was dismissing him, but it's just like he's more interesting to me now. Yeah, kind of like how Rami Ramani was, where it's like, "Oh, right. like, I, you can tell he's skeptical of this, but he's super open minded enough to have the conversations about right. it, which is not." And that's that's all. And to be fair to Sooks and the guys, that's all they fucking want is. Right. Be open to have the conversations. But then it right. is shitty when he says things like, we stopped having the skeptics on the show forever. It's like, you've got to have the skeptics on the yeah. show, you know? But I think they mean more like the dickhead skeptics that are unwilling to listen at all. So, Because yeah. I guess you could call, you could even call Robert Bovel, you know, the old Egyptologist guy, skeptical of ancient astronaut theory. Because at least he's the one, they always at least capture him saying... I mean, was it extraterrestrials? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It could be. It could not be. I don't know. But there's yeah. not enough evidence. But, but it is interesting, you know. So it's like that's. Yeah. I wish there was a fucking show. I guess that's why we did the show. Yeah. I wish there was a show with people, the experts, having a slightly, just a slightly open-minded opinion, right? To have the weird conversations, uh, because that would be interesting. Because then that's like the best podcast we listen to is like yeah. they're in like Hysteria Fifty One is pretty good at that, where they're like we we're interested in this shit. So let's give you a whole bunch of the facts about it. Right. And then we'll literally tell you, like, this has been disproven. This is, but then this one, yeah. nobody knows this yet, you know? So, right. Um, anyway, but cool. it's, it's, it's interesting to, like I said, I think last week to, to listen as we get deeper into this world to also listen to the other people talking about this yeah. shit yeah. too and realize there's more people, there's more people like us than we thought. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. We're so. just a couple of thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> uh, can I take a quick break? To yes, check perfect on transition meat. to piss and check our meats. We're done here. We're done checking the meat and checking our plump pink erections. I do miss Christopher Dunn on the show quite a bit. Yeah, where'd he go? Oh, we playing a little uh, Super Mario World here. One of the star levels once you unlock them. And seasons change from a nice Yoshi green summer to a, a nice red Koopa Troopa fall where the leaves are falling. I just miss the old Mario seasons, don't you? Just some time where you just really know it's a different area. Oh, it's Halloween! <laughs> yeah, because a lot of the enemies had Halloween masks on too, which was kind of funny. It was always a thing. Yeah. Oh, Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh-oh, Night Beacon's here. Oh, yo, yo, Night Beacon. In the house. Could have Night Beacon over sometime soon. Yeah. Um, I'll go take a chill. Do you think his favorite scene in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the Peter Jackson one, is when Galadriel gives Frodo um, the light of Erendil so that he can always have a light in dark places and he uses it when he's getting 
uh, well, trying not to get eaten by Shegoth, the yes. the spider queen the snake. there. Yeah. The snake. Sorry, I wonder sorry. if that's Night Beacon's favorite part. That's his inspirato. Yes. Uh, and he holds it around in the purest of water so that he could be seen <laughs> oh, when going for the cave yes. of Lobstore. As, Fro- as Frodo did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Look at the light. Off yeah. Well, my brother would always joke during that scene. He's like, "Oh, it's it's your room." <laughs> All the spider webs. Yeah. In the oh, that it, it is very cum like that yeah, Frodo yeah. gets covered in that. Shit, oh yeah, so. he is slapped. That that was a oh. big scene in Japan, oh, actually. So you should probably tilt the thing so up. Yeah, so it just is resting into it. Yep, this is great. <laughs> I'm gonna mute you for a second, Joe. And you muted yourself. He done did did it. I, no, I got you. Don't worry. I got you muted until you, you bring it back on. Well, I, back. I know, but I got to get you. So you're making all that clanky clink. Uh, I'm going to pause it real quick. Ooh, Mike is tight again. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you broke him up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> stretched him out. Destroying Mike, Mike holes all over the country. Yes. My, MikeBlacked.com. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Undecided. Back up high. Uh, yeah, we can dive right into the episode here, finally. Because we never talk about the show. <laughs> Only uh, kitty humor. <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes in. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so we start this episode. I mean, this episode... <laughs> this episode I found exquisitely boring. Um, this was all about the next humans, mm-hmm. which could have been very interesting. Yeah. Um, even even from an ancient astronaut theory standpoint, which they don't tie in aliens really whatsoever. That's that's whole, the point is the that whole they thing. they only tie in ancient mythology, which is one part of ancient astronaut theory. Yeah. But the all the tie-ins with alien is just pure galactic daddy speculation shit. Just thrown into the end of the episode. Yeah. It's you know. Is our desire to become cyborgs driven by by our desire to space travel, a- and then through space travel we can meet our creators, the aliens? Like right. that's it's like literally five degrees of fucking separation. Yeah. I think they were speaking something in Asian. I think it was Asian. Asian. <laughs> um, I haven't seen Cable Guy in a long time. I wonder how it well it's on, aged. I'm sure it's fine because it was yeah. on cable. Speaking of which, uh, quite a bit yeah. where I really watched it a ton. But I feel like recently you were like, viewing the movie via projector onto Cable, the Marvel comic book character. Yeah, it was uh, where I blended Deadpool two right. and that, and then projected Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cable guy onto my TV right, via right. Deadpool two. I heard that if you Pink in that old Pink Floyd song, if you have. Um, the cable guy and Deadpool two on side by side, they had there's a weird synchronicity yes. that happens between the films. Even though they weren't even uh creating that album by the time, you know, thirty five, thirty eight years before yeah. those movies ever came out. So Yeah, yeah. It's true. That's true. <laughs> yes. And that's what I saw. <laughs> that's true. And that's the episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, I was reading comments at no, your <laughs> Um but yeah we uh, this Well Jackal asked or <laughs> Dragon Wolf asked, Jackal asses. is a jackal the same as a wolf? Then said, this episode makes me cringe. Yes. A uh, long-haired jackal, maybe that's why they asked about jackal, mm-hmm. said, this is so surreal. Ha ha, I love it. And then Night Beacon said, does Mike Oxmowl ring a bell? Mike Oxmowl. O-X. <laughs> it's my, yeah, yeah, yeah. You fell for it. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> 
I was like, Mike? Well, because I was breaking it up in my head of Mike Oxmouth. Usually that's Joey territory. Well, and he said <laughs> Oxmall, <laughs> not Mal. Oh, uh, Mike Oxmall. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Coxmall. Pl- I like Coxmall because we were talking about <laughs> sense earlier. Both of them would work. Mike Coxmall. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Darth Maul. Yeah, no, this is just a really shitty episode of television about the the transhumanist movement. Ah. Uh, and there is this the star of this episode is not an ancient astronaut theorist. No. It is a it is a silver haired, silver eyebrowed living silver skin version of the guy from Venture Bros. Exactly. Who's friends with the big head yes. kid who's yes. now an adult, right. aka some sort of flock of seagulls like yes. transplant. His name is Gray Scott. Gray like the color or the shade, yeah. I guess I should say. Gray Scott. I was doing like quick like looking him up on Twitter and various places on mm-hmm. while we were watching the episode. His Twitter is equally as uh cringe inducing as yeah. this whole episode was. Mm-hmm. So um, it's very poetic. He's got fucking Japanese characters well, on his like um, uh, banner, like on his Twitter page, like all this. Fun- like, he reminds on, me of that dipshit we worked with before, who wore shirts that were way too small for his oversized body. Exactly, and yes. would just ask questions like, "Well, what's the? That, that's cool with Instagram, but right. what's the next social media? What's the next big social media movement? Yeah." <laughs> and uh, Dragon Wolf says a futurist trying to look futuristic. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's why it, he literally reminded me of. Uh, Will Ferrell's character in uh, uh, Zoolander. Yeah, with the tie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I invented just, the piano tie. Yes, all of these just create, like, like purely creative types who has right. somehow become a voice of this futurist industry yeah. or something like that. Which the best is the Tim and Eric bit where they go, it's like the fake British docu-series, documentary on things, and it's like, what is yeah. music in the future going to sound right. like? And they're like, well, we believe it's going to be this. And it's like, yeah, you're all just spec, like, it's just playing on, like, yeah, you can't, right. like, you literally can't. That's why, like, there's, like there are futurists that are fascinating because they're actual fucking scientists and yeah. they're creating these theoretical models of things yeah. that are based off these logical, but sometimes also exponential jumps. Yeah. That, if those you are really are a master of what we're able to do today, right. how fast we got here. Right. So then, in theory, X years forward, we should be able to right. jump to that. Times the speed of growth yeah. of a, you know, whatever that field of technology, whatever. Yeah. Like that's yeah. very interesting stuff and important work because that's the that's the fucking like, you know, if you know, we work at a big corporate company, that's the fucking strategy of the world. Like yeah. it's like, what's the strategy for technology for the yeah. next twenty five years, for the next right. hundred years, whatever. Yeah. That's really interesting stuff that takes intelligence. This guy, and I know this I mean, this sounds dumb and petty, but he only has like 12 point something thousand Twitter followers or I'm like, right. if he was a real futurist worth his shit, he should have a couple hundred thousand at least getting close to Neil deGrasse Tyson and Michio Kaku, who are kind of the real futurists uh, du jour, you know, in the zeitgeist right now because yeah. it's based off real scientific work that they've done. So, yeah. um, but anyway, yeah, he's on, he's, he is in every single segment of this show and every subject of this show he is in it and talking, and he brings nothing to the table. He just goes, right. this is just the way things are going to be in the yeah. next 20 years. Well, he's talking That's... about things now. Again, right. this episode's like three years old, yeah. but still like... He's the George Norrie. He's the George Norrie, yes. He's the George Norrie of all of the... What they're thinking is going to sound complicated to the viewer, yeah. but it's not that difficult of subjects, yeah, if you're you know? Relatively in that world. Right. Because they're, again, they're talking about CRISPR. They're yeah. talking about the human brain project that Obama kicked off. Like, yeah. 
None of this is that crazy to under like, like cloning deep in and the things. Weeds of yeah, anything. and so it's, and literally three D printing. They just have him on to just yeah for dumb people. My nephew got a three D printer for Christmas. I mean, Jesus Christ! <laughs> is that what they're calling claw machines now? Exactly. Yeah. Well, he got that too. Well, he paid for that himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't have time to go into that whole all that, rabbit hole, but uh, claw uh, hole. Bo Bandy says he's Valiant Thor. <laughs> <laughs> That is true, um, but yeah, no. He he has made himself look himself look <laughs> his like health yeah. look like everyone shit. have a, a mild uh, Italian accent in the future. See, si. yeah. <laughs> all the language converge uh, Japanese one... Italian. <laughs> ah, see, si. yes, splash uh, of Spanish. Arimanja. <laughs> Some shoe-free shoes for me, Chinese. <laughs> you see, see. Uh, but yeah, he he is on this episode bringing nothing to the table. They do have a professor of cybernetics, which is mm-hmm. this British guy on the show, who has actually implanted. I mean, that that gives him a little more credence right there. He's implanted over a hundred little chips or something in his arm, yeah. so that he can connect to the ner- like a computer software that can move an artificial limb. Yeah, and I'm like, that's cool. Like he's <laughs> at least he's putting his fucking money where his mouth is. I guess yeah. you know. Um, a lot of things from my mouth. <laughs> but even but even then, he and the other guy are the stars of this episode. Yeah. And it's literally this this is feels like a fucking uh BuzzFeed article. The top ten advances in cybernetics in the last decade. And like that's right. all it is. They're just recapping yeah. all this shit. So be able to frig yourself off <laughs> <laughs> remotely. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Your vagina can be in Florida with Bobandi. Yeah. <laughs> but your hand can be in England. With, with Keith's sister. <laughs> Keith's sister, who moved to England to evade all of the horrible comments that people made about her weights in her hometown in Florida. <laughs> her weights, yeah. Her big workout system she had in her house. Too many weights. These are inappropriate. I mean, apparently this shit isn't working. You're still fat fucking bitch, Keith's sister. Come on. <laughs> your weights ain't affecting your weight, yeah. if you know okay. what I mean. Okay. I'm Bo Bandy. I love that Bo Bandy's either <laughs> yes, hyper yeah. Southern or Bronx Italian. Right. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I told this stupid bit that yeah. she fucking. Bo Bandy, don't ever send us a voice message via Facebook. We don't want to ruin the mystery of no. what you sound like. And so. if we ever see a contact in the desert, we'll yeah. just speak via writing things down. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We will have different blank white T-shirts with Sharpie messages to just to communicate through yeah. and we'll change them throughout throughout the day. Yeah, we'll bleach the shirts as we go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll white out. The yeah. <laughs> little tiny wild things yeah. on giant writing. Yeah. So we'll be spending 98% of our time just doing that at contact. Yeah, shirtless the by the pool scrubbing our shirts. Frantically white outing <laughs> messages uh, on yeah. our shirts. It says be um, Brooklyn Italian. Yes. Uh so <laughs> the first segment we start at Mountain View, California. Uh, in 1963, which was kind of the original cyborg uh, experiment. So yeah. they were trying to engineer what a man would need to be or have in his system to have uh, for long-term space travel. Yeah. So this is like the first time they were like, well, they concluded that if a guy is going to be in space for a long time, he should have artificial organs and medication to yeah. stop the various effects of gr- low gravity and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Because yeah. we, of course, most people listening to this would know very quickly you learn you lose um, bone and muscle density. Like when there's not gravity isn't making your body work out all the time. Right, to be fighting it literally to right. stay up. There's a weight. Yeah, there's yeah. a weight on you all the time. That a weighted um, blanket in space is still nothing. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that whole gravity blanket trend that's going on. Yeah. Useless in space. Throw it out the window. Totally right. dead business model. Exactly. Uh, but uh, anyway, this was the real progenitor of the transhuman movement. This was the first time probably that people could think, oh, wow, what if we could right. put 
artificial muscles that would never degrade or right. you know if your fucking liver loses weird enzymes because the gravity's not there maybe we could just force it to happen with right. nanotechnology or medication or whatever yeah. so um this is where they first introduced the futurist you know uh, gray scott and the other cybernetics Great professor scott. guy yes <laughs> um <laughs> he was uh, doc brown's professor <laughs> hey Time travel, come on, Grace Scott. There you go. Which I would not put this. I guarantee that's not this guy's real name, and it makes you wonder if he oh, fucking named thought. himself that. Like, yeah, a dickhead. that's what he said in the movie. Yeah. And then uh, my, <laughs> my dog's name is Spooky. Yeah, that's his real voice too. He's yeah. putting on the, hey. very, the very proper. Yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> Buongiorno. Bon Jamaica. Yeah, I'm a futurist. Uh, his Twitter uh, profile pic, too, is him with fucking steampunk goggles on, oh, too. And Jesus. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to stab your fucking eyes I out. I that dickhead. We've got to have run into him. I'm no, sure, I I want, do you yeah. think he goes to these cons? I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I'm sure he goes to all the tech ones. Right, You know, right, or right, science right. conventions or things like that, too. And feels like the coolest guy there because yeah. it's just a bunch of lab coats there, you know. Chuck said flaccid capacitor. <laughs> oh, you mean night beacons? Yeah. <laughs> no one else knows. Hey, last funny. name Sorry. better than both names. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, they <laughs> Jonathan Young comes on and he's and he talks about how he's like, now we've been thinking about adding robot dicks to our bodies for generation millennia. Um, talking about how it's been, it's been in <laughs> mythology that the transhumanist movement has been in mythology forever. There's always been the search for substances, objects, or spells or things that extend right, human right. life. Like am, like we get to it later, but ambrosia or amrati, all these yeah. things that make you live forever, and then uh, you know alchemy kind of yeah. shit. Sorry, I'm like because <laughs> I made a mistake, then you confirmed the mistake, mm-hmm. and then they wrote you dick. Yes, <laughs> trust me, we've yes. we've revealed our full names on this. Oh so. yes, uh, um, and then Bobini also said, "Funny key sister always thought she would be famous one day. I don't think this is what that double wide princess meant." <laughs> Oh man! Well, if she would make her fucking workout weights work better, yeah, then this wouldn't go. be a problem. So it's all on her. Um, we go to China in 2015, and this was the first time that scientists used CRISPR, the acronym CRISPR, yeah, uh, which basically is just as Gray Scott says, he's like, they can actually slice out pieces of DNA proteins that are faulty, and then put the you know install new ones that aren't faulty or are enhanced or whatever. So it is literally, and it's I can't remember what. CRISPR fucking stands for. They don't yeah. even actually say it on this show. There's a show on Netflix right now that it's like a whole series that discusses this and like yeah. how one dude's trying to genetically modify his dogs. Oh, okay. Like in his barn. And then they go into Ugh. all this shit. And like I can't remember what it's called, but just look up Genetic Show and they talk about yeah. CRISPR like up the ass in the show. It's, it's fucking like crazy that all also tons of it. the Google like card does not even say what it stands for like oh, really? right off the bat it's fucking weird so uh but anyway yeah it's we've all heard about crispr before at this point but yeah they can cut up pieces if they've gotten Not to just the thing in your refrigerator anymore to keep that lettuce fresh. Oh, yeah <laughs> uh they're keeping your dna fresh yes. literally so um and so that crispr they they sorry they were able to modify a genetic embryo for the first or a, a human embryo for the first time so that it didn't develop some congenital fucking disease thing or disorder or something so um oh this is where they show an off-repeated image on this show of (laughs) a human with a slot holding an sd card (laughs) about to slide it into his skull and it's either on the side or later in the front right and then they pan back and reveal that he's got a cyborg body with a human skin um which is funny because again sd cards haven't been a thing for like 10 years now since digital cameras have fallen out of favor 
uh, in lieu of the smartphone. And you guys yeah. know what a smart smartphone looks like? Yeah, have you seen yeah. this before? Um, but uh, anyway, it's it, very reminiscent of the plot of Johnny Mnemonic starring Keanu right. Reeves where I can only take so much data. I can hold an entire gigabyte in my head. Is that and what it was? literally was, was a gigabyte, yeah. <laughs> which is like so laughable yeah. now. But um, the British government, they also go over how the British government declared it legal to have children born of more than two people's DNA. So, right. And there was the first three-parent, the first thruple-parent uh, DNA child, which... To be fair, you do have op- be- better opportunities for positive genetic yeah. outcomes the more it's all mixed I mean, up in that, there. That literally is why sexual reproduction is a thing. Like right. in in the world, yeah. in evolution is that you can mix genetics and get a better version right. that's going to be more resistant to other things. And that's why inbreeding, inbreeding is all kind of fucked up because right. it'll let those recess- oh, recessive... It's- it's really fucked up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Recessive genes come through. So instead of just reproducing your same self, you're going to yeah. have the same problems. So sexual reproduction is like, oh, you can actually advance your species like right. exponentially because it can now become resistant to other shit. Sexponentially. Exactly. A British friend of mine yesterday said that there is an island off the coast of England called White Island, but they also colloquially call it Incest Island because nobody knows what goes on out there. Ooh. Like, people are just, like, secluded and fucking. And then she's yeah. like, oh, but my brother just moved there, so that's why I'm all curious about it now. And I was like, did you used to fuck your brother? Yeah. <laughs> and she laughed. If it's okay to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they talk about Egyptian origins of genetically modified or cre- yeah. genetically created children with uh, Hepchetsu, who was the first and only, apparently female Egyptian queen to actually be a pharaoh. So she was created by some goddess who had the Ankh, as Rami Ramani on the episode pronounced it, the Ankh, so that everyone's seen the cross with the the loop on top. Um, The the goddess basically took this Ankh and like created this kid out of nothing, basically. So um, I'm not sure why that is so different from any origin story of any human right. in it's any not like mythology. It's like, oh, this is a DNA <laughs> strand that I'm going to embed right. in something. Our every single religion is born of some story of it's the chicken or the ed thing like or the ed, <laughs> chicken or <laughs> Mr. Ed. Uh, was it the horse order. or the chicken that yeah. jizzed in the woman <laughs> who made the first baby? Uh no, the but the horse. <laughs> <laughs> over on White Island over it's here. always the horse. <laughs> um, no, but Talk about ride the white horse, huh? <laughs> uh, it's just a thunderous wave of semen. Yeah. <laughs> no, but there's, <laughs> uh, there's always an origin story because if there weren't two humans yet to fuck and make a baby, what would then become naturally? Yeah. There had to have been made in some other way. So yeah. uh, like in you know Christian religion, it's in Judaism, God took dust and made mm-hmm. Adam Crust. out of that. And then, yes, exactly. Uh, and then the woman was made out of Adam's rib, except for Lilith, who was made, I think, also made out of dust. Uh, yeah. But then she was apparently a bitch, and God said, she's a bad chick, turn her into a snake. Well, well Bandy says uh, White and Gary actually made the the perfect woman back in the 80s, which I would agree with. Uh, Wyatt and Gary? Yeah. Wyatt! Oh. <laughs> I don't put up with baloney. Yes, for uh, weird science. That's weird right. science reference. Yes, yes whereas I, I mentioned before, I was it blew my mind where they were like, they tried to make the tits on the second one bigger, and that the vector, the vector art on the computer, yeah. the tits crossed right. over in the middle, and I'm like, what are her tits going to look like? When she they're going to be all yeah. fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be no cleavage. You got to have the cleavage. Yeah, nothing more than a handful. <laughs> Which, Which I always thought was ridiculous. You've always yeah. dis- disagreed with. <laughs> um, 
Oh, I describe. I describe. Uh, I Skype with Gray Scott here at this <laughs> episode. So we're gonna cut that in here. Hey, uh, uh, <laughs> Gray Scott. Uh, hey. Joey, how's? It's so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you, Gray Scott. Well, you know, I'm just always thinking of tomorrow. You probably knew I would say that because you're from the future, correct? Well, futurist versus psychic, kind of different, but you know, well, I can't predict quite some some shit myself. What is uh what is your sex life going to be like in the future? Oh, probably non-existent just like it is now, just right. battling this closeted feeling of uncertainty of right. where my wiener will go and right. you know, it's just really sensitive. So I have tried butt chugging sunlight, and, mm-hmm. you know, some desensitization yeah. uh strategies and I still just want to suck a cock. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you butt chucked su- <laughs> you threw you threw some butts around. <laughs> Yeah. You butt-chucked. Yes. I uh, hoping that you would feel less closeted homoerotic tendencies. I mean, if I could just chuck them away from me and get, them, get those nasty, sexy butts exactly. away from me. Well, maybe. I mean, then you, that means you're probably waiting on those exoskeletal arms that will strengthen your arms to be able to chuck a human being, including and, their cheeks, true. And, away and from you. With, with a biomechanical penis, right. when I fuck a man, uh, it's not going to be gay. Fuck a <laughs> what? Oh, I see, because <laughs> yeah. it's it's not your it's penis. It's not really me. I right. will finish for sure. It's just a phallic cyborg dick that will send the pure pleasure sensations to your brain. Cowabunga. It's <laughs> <laughs> been a great call. All right, well, thanks, Gray. Yeah. Um, Skype <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird they cut this out of the Ancient Aliens episode, because that was, I mean, I didn't tell anyone, but I was on this fucking show, at yeah. least filmed for the show, four, four years ago in 2016 when well, this again, episode aired. we got to watch that video of the guy who's in the Five Night Five Heads at Freddy video where yeah. um the person who knows who has it can get it to me. But he they're they're talking about oh, yes. it's a guy being interviewed and he's right. like, I was on Ancient Aliens and they cut me out of the whole thing. Right. Like right. literally says that. Yeah, but he's yeah. in the movie we watched with uh what's his face. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um I know. Isn't it isn't it interesting? Like, I wish they would release someday. Maybe we should s- not buy them, but look at and see if the DVD sets mm. had any special features or cut things or something like that. Right, but, right. Um, but anyway, yeah, because I can't imagine what the fuck they would put on the cutting room floor of the show. Right. Uh, it's probably terrifying because they probably have some actually really good points that they put on the cutting room floor because they right. don't fit the narrative of the episode, yep, yep. you know. Um, so they talk about how CRISPR and most genetic research now is being focused on de-aging, so reversing the aging prog- process, which therefore means extending human life, hopefully yeah. indefinitely. So uh, we get our first Wilcock drip here. He says, could you, in fact, increase the human IQ to a certain degree so that you would have people walking around with a 1,000 IQ as opposed to a 100-level IQ? So uh, they're talking about hooking the brain up to – so so – De-aging the brain, not euthanizing, but (laughs) adding youth into the brain so none of these degenerative things happen, which would then by default expand the brain's capability to learn over a longer period of time and to also literally hook it up to the internet, basically, and just absorb, fill in all the gaps and not not have any wasted synapses in your brain. So uh, George Norrie makes the analogy that we could, he's he's like, I mean, if we could pump the brain full of some serum, you know, that increased its intelligence. That's just like we're doing with, like, HGH and steroids now for athletes, you know. And I, I get his point, but again, yeah. this is the, well, the guy before was way too complicated, apparently, so let's have George dumb it down for the morons yeah. that watch this show. Um, and now they're talking about uh, immortality, which is re- literally 
what they've been, what all these mytho- mythoses have been looking for forever, right. which is the secret to immortality, right? That's what literally every religion is about. So yeah. uh, they talk about Ray Kurzweil, who is the kind of head of Google engineering and like strategy, and then he's also a futurist, and he's a transhumanist who apparently takes a hundred pills per day, which is funny right. because. They they're talking about the the concept of nootropics here, yeah. Which I literally just heard that term or read that term the other day, yeah. And I was like, wait, what? And it was like it was like the next step in nootropics. I was like, what the fuck are nootropics? And because it was talking about supplements and all that kind of shit. But nootropics are basically human enhancing pills yeah. of some kind. So uh, apparently not to a a psycho um, uh, fuck. What is the term for psych? Not psychotic, antipsychotic drugs. Drugs that are that create experiences in your brain, um, not hallucinogenic. Psychedelics, not psychedelics. It's uh, psychotropic, is what I'm oh, thinking okay. of. Sorry, anything that that could affect your mood, brain chemistry, right. all that kind of stuff. Um, apparently, they're not psychotropics because this guy's taking a hundred of them a day, or he'd probably his brain would yeah, have fucking melt. exploded or something. Yeah. But um, but yeah, this guy, I guess, instead of eating as much, takes all this shit. So uh, that being said. That seems like a lot of work, and I know that he is the like head of engineering strategy at Google, so he must be extremely smart. But yeah. is the outcome worth the input of a hundred so fucking pills? Thinks. I don't know. So, um, but Over uh, the course of a day, ancient astronaut theorists say that uh, nootropics were happening thousands of years ago. So uh, they also constantly, constantly show biblical artwork of. The mana machine dropping pieces of mana from the sky to the Jews wandering the desert. Yeah, and they never talk about it once. <laughs> right, constantly showing. Talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> and like it, <laughs> and like we taste. Um, they go to the Mahabharata and they talk about uh, the Somudra Mathana, which was a war between the old gods and the devas, which I think were, I don't know, it, it sounded they made it sound like. It was like how the Nordic religion was born, or sorry, the Greek religion was born, which was um, there were the Titans, which were the original gods. Yeah. And then the, um, uh, why can't I think of now that word? The Olympians. Like the mm-hmm. Olympians were, you know, your classic Zeus's and Apollo's and their kids yeah. and whatever. And they had a war with their mommies and daddies and said, we're going to rule the universe, basically. Yeah. And they ended up um, defeating and like tying up, you know, shackling. You know, Kronos, who is Zeus's god, and like like all the major yeah. forces of the world, um, tying them all up and trapping them so that they couldn't actually have any power anymore. So, um, but it sounded like that, but with Hindu religion, which I actually never really heard, they never really touched mm. upon that in the show. So I guess that was an interesting, interesting factoid where the old gods and Davis were fighting over a big cosmic ocean of mommy's milk, which ends up becoming the uh Milky Way galaxy that we all live in today. Yes. So, uh, but they're looking for this nectar of immortality called Amrita. And we get our first children's chime in here, and he says, "In order to win the battle of the gods, they decided that they need oh, this Amrita, <laughs> this elixir of life." What the fuck is that noise going? <laughs> Why is my reaction so delayed? Uh, this elixir of life. So you have to wonder if this story is about some kind of extraterrestrial war in the heavens where aliens are fighting over nootropics. So uh, equating this Amrita or Ambrosia or all these other immortality, you know, Philosopher's Stone, all this kind of shit, all about extending human life. So yeah. the, uh, I just asked for, they sent uh, <laughs> uh, that video, and that's what that guy looks like with the big bunny teeth. Yes. And let me see if it... Uh, yes. 
It's in a clip. Yeah, that was the guy that ran the alien, the friendly alien. I was coming out of it. Oh. <laughs> Steve has a giant amp, Bluetooth amp speaker hooked up. <laughs> So let's see if uh, the kind that might play Japanese porn on you <laughs> while you're in the bathroom, like on the Netflix show <laughs> <Yeah>. Love, <laughs> when you're not suspecting that it's paired with it. There you go, phone volume. Was that him laughing? Okay, so let's go back. Because he's with a lady. So. Wow. Sorry. One second. out of it. Those guys are healing technology. Those are the questions that need to be asked. But these other groups, you know, especially ancient aliens, those guys are famous for that one. Uh, you, heard about, you heard about that. They came out here and they did a whole show and they edited me out of it. Completely out of the show. <laughs> God, crazy lady. Completely out of it. Like, so what's the deal? Did you get the phone call? I answered all the questions. They, they keep asking the same questions over and over again to keep the suspense going and keep the show going. And I answered all those questions, so they cut me out of it. Yeah. Oh, completely. So they're entertainment. They have nothing to do with disclosure, educating people. Yeah. yeah they're, they're basically entertainment. Yeah. They, can see why they, he was you know, Their character <laughs> levels yeah. are, are much to be. Character, dude. This guy wow. looks like a fucking guy would be on that show. Their so character levels. He's he's applying Dragon Ball Z rules to the character of ancient astronaut theorists. Yeah, and it looks like the name of that video is my character level is at nine thousand right now. Oh, it's going nuts. I've been training my character with this gravity vest on. <laughs> be going wild. Uh, something with as you wish talk radio and its future insights and off-world encounters. And what's that guy's name? I can't remember. It's it's uh. I can't see it in the it's video fine. they sent. No, his he so he was featured on uh, the recent uh, film "The Cosmic Secret" by David Wilcock That's and uh, Corey Good. I was going to say Corey Nice <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Corey Good that we reviewed had a review discussion on Patreon.com/slash Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, that's live right now for you guys to listen to. But that gentleman runs a weird kind of like a hippie. Aliens, like a UFO meetup camp where all these people, they're all experiencers and they all get to hook up and, well, I don't know about that, but they all get to non-sexually hook up and be at this place where lots of UFO sightings happen. Yeah. And then they talk about it, film it, and who the fuck knows what else goes on during the day there. We were watching a video from there and it is people like, oh, here we go. And it is crazy lights in the sky. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But the people but on yeah. the Cosmic Secret were yeah, yeah, annoying yeah. as fuck. Oh, oh, they yeah, were all there, yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah. Um, anyway, move on sorry. to the next segment. No, it's fine. And yeah. we get to 2015, where the first motor-driven submersible nanomachines are created uh, at the Uni- University of North Carolina. Now, this is related to a very recent news story from the last week, where the first frog DNA-based AI robots were created, too. So those are also nanomachines that have artificial intelligence, as opposed to... These, which are important enough, they're where they are. They can be programmed to do whatever task you can program them to do. Yeah. Weird porno you're watching. Uh, they said the Exeti YouTube E C E T I. Got it. Thank you. Um, I also didn't realize that the word nano 
in terms of measurements, is means a billionth of a meter, which is fucking crazy. So these robots are only 244 yeah. atoms across, <laughs> which is crazy. That's like yeah. not, like that's literally breaking everything down to its its. I mean, atoms aren't, but it's very base parts. So right. then it's like, how can this thing of 244 atoms, where I guess it's only it only needs to be so big that it can carry a separate molecule to another set of molecules to right. perform some action, right? Yeah. So that's fucking insane. Like, I don't <laughs> – I mean, because that means that the electrical impulses that cause this thing to change programming yeah. get sent through – what they're, they say, that like, that these particular ones were, were controlled by a UV light, so – you can, I guess, direct it where to go from yeah. outside the body. That's like the whole a bacteria point of, or something. Right. right. That's the whole point of nanomachines, right? Is to have some out outward control thing. Yeah. To make the nanomachines do what they need to do. Right. So, right, right. which I always thought was like, that's either Wi-Fi or a chip in your own brain, or I, I don't know. But it's interesting that it's like now a doctor kind of explains all the shit like. Uh, in Star Trek, where they could just fucking hover the light over them and it would do whatever actions needed. Yeah. Maybe it was implied that there was like already nanomachines in most humans that could do those yeah. kinds of things, or or it was the light itself that I don't know penetrated. But, yeah. Uh, penetrated. Yes. Uh, the penetrating penetrating man will pass. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bobandy says he's out. He has to right. pull out and let loose. Oh. Have a good night and use some of the oh. Patreon. So he's dollars. making love to uh, Mrs. Bobandy right now. He's got to pull out and let loose at this oh, point. Oh yeah. Get some mic flags. Oh, maybe Famous. to help with our my mic falling out oh, here. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, not sure how a flag would help. Maybe I can wrap the flag, the Confederate flag, around the microphone to thicken it up for this weird yes. contraption that it's yes. in. So. And SAV says, can you say subatomic particles in an Owen Wilson voice? <laughs> subatomic particles. Part- Is that good? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I'm the butterscotch wow. bandit. <laughs> Subatomic particles. Wow. This is nuts. My nose is fucked up. (laughs) I just eat ass for hours. (laughs) Was that on something? That's because they call him the Butterscotch Bandit. Oh, that's right. That's right. AKA because he would meet girls at bars or whatever and then eat their ass for hours, apparently. I like those uh, subatomic particles of shit. Poo particles. (laughs) Uh, We get another Wilcock drip here. He says. this could lead to huge advances in medicine and healing. You can heal wounds in our bodies, close things up faster than they used to, Uh-oh. <laughs> expand our lifespan, and literally bring us into a new level of human evolution, which is true. But again, you could watch a 10-minute YouTube video and learn all the shit in this episode, or a five-minute one. Like it's just yeah. There's nothing new. If you're watching this show, it's hard for me to believe that there are people that only want to hear ancient astronaut theorist stuff. Like, they only want to hear archaeology-based, magic is science, aliens have been here forever stuff, without any of the stuff that it connects to, which this show is creating the foundation of, Mm -hmm. you know? So so I don't know why they think their audience needs to be educated at this remedial of a level with this kind of shit. But again, there are those people, this is... This is it for them. That's true. Right? Yes. Like, they this watch this, and that's it. And maybe yep. they go to the convention and give Giorgio a kiss for me. I going to say, I'm just here for Giorgio. Kay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but what about this? I'm just here for Giorgio. Yeah. Uh, and just she slaughters anyone yes. who gets in her way. <laughs> hey, how can I help you? I'm here for Giorgio. <laughs> like Are you here for him? Giorgio? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> Next time someone <laughs> asks you, Joey, if you're here for Giorgio... 
You say yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, are you here for George? <laughs> and now Zool is kind of like a or go or, yeah Gozer or Zool. Zool. I am Ghoul. Well, the Gozer's the Gozerian. I think it is. Yeah, she's Zool. Gozer. Yeah, Gozer's the Gozerian. Gozer. Zool yeah, yeah. are the the demon dogs that are their her Ghoul. servants or whatever. I, yeah. I think Ghoul. Great. <laughs> Ghoulzer. Uh, I wrote a note here. The the implanting of all the shit in your brain and making you more intelligent. He said it's kind of like installing a Fitbit up your asshole. <laughs> Great. Dragon Wolf says they do want to get an upgraded IQ, but yeah. I, I think hey, I don't know how you enough, could. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, smart, great looking. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Um, but no, I was gonna say because I don't know if you could upgrade. This is a theoretical question, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are you upgrading your IQ because you're upgrading your knowledge or right. your ability to process that? Right. Or your ability to interpret and do something with it? Right. Because there's a lot of levels there. It would seem to me that it's the hardware that has the issue, or the firmware, let's say. Yeah. Our brains, as we keep hearing, can hold, and the whole 10% thing is not quite as accurate as they once thought, but yeah, yeah. our brains have a lot more space. Like, we have pretty low, like, uh, not non-filled hard drives, right? We, like, right? Apparently, we have a whole bunch of partition space that we can't or don't naturally access now. Right. So to your point, I don't think that the... Or you don't all access it at once. Right. Either. Uh, exactly, right? So yes, it, again, it's partitioned, yeah, correct? Yeah. And so it's, yeah, to me it seems more of a firmware, hardware thing as opposed to the software to be, what information are you loading in there? It's like, I don't think the information is the problem. I think that, but if the firmware and hardware were upgraded, yeah. because our brain is a quantum computer... When you start understanding, actually, whatever that means, how to use that quantum computer, you're now exponentially um, increasing your logic gates, right? Like it's you're not even doing logic gates gates anymore. You're seeing everything. Like seeing, and that's and that's again back to your question. Right. We don't know what that really feels like. We can have holistic thoughts, but we don't. You know, this is like the fucking um, the arrival, right? Where those aliens. Could they brains are so beyond, yeah. Their brains could perceive beyond normal space time, right? So they experience basically, you know, they they understand what it feels like to experience linear time all at once, you know, synchronously, I guess. And so, yeah, to me, it's like basically like we have the capability apparently to do that because, again, if if our brains are quantum computers, they don't really follow the macro physics, correct? You know, so it's like. So, but we also don't know oh, what it's like to perceive that, you know. <laughs> oh, is that six? Was that six or was that seven? <laughs> um, now, Steve sneezes pretty much every day. All day, baby. Like, have, do you literally sneeze every day? Uh, or so often that it seems like every day? I mean, it's not uncommon to sneeze, let's say. Right. But I don't know if it's every day. Right. I'm a very rare sneezer. I do sneeze multiple times, but my sneezes are very, not painful, but they're extremely intense. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's 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 weird. Like, I don't know why it is. And so I try to yeah. avoid sneezing. Even though once I sneeze, it feels fine. But I cannot stand being without paper products to wipe up the mess 
because my sneezes are not clean like yours right. are. You can right. just, you can just like sneeze and it's like nothing. I, yeah. Like, and a lot of people do. Mine are fucking gross. Mess. Yeah, boogers. Which I'm like, well, I guess that's doing its job then. Like, it's supposed to be getting whatever, you know debris out, out or whatever, yeah. but yeah. still, it's disgusting. So debris. Can we take um, one more quick break? Yeah, I can yeah. Check on the smoke. Oh, yeah. Wake up, you little freaks. It's been over two it minutes for us, but maybe one second for you. Yeah. It just shows how correct Gray Scott is with his perception of time. Uh, we just talked about nanotechnology being like having a Fitbit up your asshole, <laughs> which somehow connects to your... It basically becomes your central process assing you. Yes. Nan- <laughs> Sound like Garth ordering donuts and wings yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they make the point that if you can slow aging, it's not... You can a, dodge a ball. <laughs> it's not a very big leap to then reverse it to, because when you understand How to the basic yeah. things yeah, of, of why aging happens and what happens with age, what are the negative effects of aging? Yeah. Because technically, it's just your cells reproducing slower. Right. Slower and less efficiently. Right. So if you can just speed that up, then in theory, you should... Right. Just euthanize yourself, right. not like kill yourself. You, but. Yeah, you could technically, if you kept if you kept the exact consistent pace and quality of your cells at age twenty nine. Yeah, you could be in like the prime of your life forever, technically, right, unless right. you know it's not invincible immortality. You could still fucking get your head cut yeah, off yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But then you could say, well, what if I have a thing that you know it transfers your consciousness as soon as the the right. connection is severed or things, or and you I copy yourself tied up over. to a machine that can then regrow my body. Right, tied up to. A Tied up, just such a low tech yeah. visual, <laughs> just <laughs> like a big rope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this—that's <laughs> <laughs> your mangled, fucked up, barf tits. You're freaking, yeah, yeah. No, it does make me think of that stupid. I never actually saw it, but the the John Depp movie where he becomes the AI, like he's oh, the I scientist. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> what is that called? It's like I one word. Remember. It's like consciousness or some yeah. fucking weird thing. But I heard it was very bad. Come Guzzler. It was, uh... <laughs> yes, it was called <laughs> John Depp stars in Come Guzzler. Guzzler. Uh, it was okay. Welcome. Okay. Uh, yeah, I feel like I watched it like a year or two ago on just yeah. a day where I had nothing else to do. Oh, Transcendence, Groven Snakes. Trans- there we go. Thank you, Groven. That's where you're the number one king, baby. Josh Groven Snakes. Um, anyway. Uh, oh, so they talk about how they have successfully, in, as of 2015, learn how to reverse the aging in muscle tissue of mice. Mm-hmm. So they, of course, make the leap. Well, then, of course, if we can do it, the aliens, the ancient aliens, must have been able to do that a long time ago yeah um now there is like i understand their logic here it is semi-sound logic but i don't i don't quite think that every other living thing has been on the exact same technologically evolutionary evolutionary (laughs) canada timeline that we have right like that's kind of arrogant and and narcissist to think that because we only found things. It's like we always talk about the precursor race. Yeah, they might have had a non-electrical, figured out a non-electricity-based technology right. that was or very advanced, or right, whatever. Some sort of differently based technology, based in a different element or whatever, and figured out shit. And that then, mm-hmm. therefore, all the tools, all the machines, everything based on that would be different yeah. than what we have made with silicon chips, silicon breasts. Yeah. 
and computers yeah. to watch Silicon Breasts. Exactly. Um, and then Silicon Valley when you've, you're done coming. Correct. So, um, But I don't really think there isn't, they just, like all evolution, there doesn't seem to be a perfect 45 degree line of like, oh, okay, first it's the wheel out of yeah. stone, then it's the fo- this, and then it's that. And, what, like, and I, that I, we're the best representation right. of it all. Because there, I mean, you think about the, even the scientists will say, well, there was a little bit of theory and logic and a little bit of luck yeah. with that this ended up happening, right? The conditions happen to be just right, and holy shit, this happened, right? Like, they say, you know, as far as we can tell, beer, you know, alcohol, like, and yeah. the alcoholic fermentation process happened because there was a bunch of leftover fucking, you know, wheat and oats and seeds well, and shit in a bucket, and then they left it, and then it rained, yeah. And it kind of rotted and fermented, and they were like, well, let's try drinking it. And like, whoa, so this good. is weird, yeah. you know? And that's uh, – I always forget because I took an anthropology class. There's like five or seven through lines of every society across the globe. Uh-huh. And it's like uh, marriage taboos, you know, family hierarchy taboos. Say, marriage counseling. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh like family structure, but alcohol is like also one of them. Like right. every society has figured out, like oh, like they've just stumbled upon right. making alcohol. Exactly, yeah. And uh, which whether it's stumbled upon or maybe they or tumbler or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely go want to go on chat roulette it right <laughs> uh, chatterbait because who knows what you're gonna X hamster yeah, yeah. Um, live jasmine of course right. we all we've all seen the live jasmine <laughs> yeah, ads right. but uh, <laughs> I don't uh, know if I ever went on that that sounds really familiar though. I have never <laughs> I never once in my porn career actually clicked into livejasmine.com. <laughs> It's as if their entire business exists as video ads. <laughs> like it's it's like I'm like, is there even a real website to go to? Because right, right. does anyone actually? Because it's always just like I don't want to fucking see this. I'm looking for the thing I'm fucking looking at. Like right, get right. out of here, just X out of here. You know. Anyway, yeah. but they must be making well making enough. bank, I guess. But anyway, no. But yeah, you're right. Like because even here, different cultures that might not have known other cultures exist. Yeah discovered alcohol at a different time, maybe hundreds of years before or after. Right. So why would you know you could you could argue I mean drinking alcohol doesn't have a lot directly to do with other technological discoveries so they might have been you know some alien culture might have been the equivalent of where we were in like 1100 AD like medieval times right, right. and and just discovered alcohol then you know like it just the conditions just might have not been right yeah. with weather and the types of grain like I don't know mm. you know yeah. so there's there's so many things where th- this show constantly assumes that because we have done it, they must have figured it out at the same pace that yeah, we did yeah. too, which I don't think is necessarily true. But anyway, uh, Childers chimes in to kind of expound upon this, and he goes, uh, 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 "Oh, sorry." They talk about they ask the question: Have aliens already accomplished this? They say that yes, aliens did. The answer is yes. Yeah. Figured out uh, how to extend human life because, or alien life, whatever. Because the Sumerian kings list and in the Bible, people live thousands, hundreds to thousands to ten thousands year old time uh, life yeah, lifetimes, yeah. and the Sumerian kings, some of them ruled for forty three thousand years or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. In the Bible, Methuselah, which was Noah's father, apparently lived for nine hundred and sixty nine years. There we go, <laughs> uh, a true bro. Yeah. Um, but uh, so again, and and we've talked about a little bit. Before, where like you know, Rabbi Zadok talks about like you know, people lived for centuries back then, and something changed in our DNA that shortened our lifespan, like and all this kind of stuff. So, um, I also 
am more prone to be like, I just maybe think they didn't get the numbers quite right, or right, right. or because it was, they were just learning how to write about things, especially the yeah. Sumerians and stuff, where it's like, maybe they were just, I don't know. I don't know if they were actually, I think it's simply that the people writing it weren't the people that experienced it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> There was probably a lot of word of mouth for generations before it was ever written down, oh, just yeah. like the Bible. Right was what 300 years or 400 years before it was ever Se- actually written down 70 years was the first book of Matthew or the gospels yeah, written yeah. Mm-hmm. and then it went crazy from there and then uh Constantine yeah I think 3 or 400 years later right. compiled and then made what right, is right. quote unquote today's bible and now that's is... really the progenitor of the DC cinematic right. universe exactly. and comic universe yeah, the new John, 52 John Constantine yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh uh Chodos chimes in here and he says uh, ancient texts talk about ancient people living incredibly long lifespans and Methuselah, father of Noah, was said to have lived for 969 years. My favorite number. Oh, yes. Uh, Because it's nine inches the size of my penis and then 69, my favorite position with Judith. Uh, whatever, whatever my wife's name is. or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, me and Graham have a thruple going on. Uh, And this important nanotechnology would be something that extraterrestrials already have and they wouldn't have brought it with them visiting ancient humans. So uh, this is that exact logic line that they follow all the time. And I just, again, I just don't know if that's exactly true. Right. It doesn't, I mean, I'm not even actually arguing it that much. It's just, because again, as we always say, hey, if they have the fucking technology to travel across a giant swaths of the galaxy or through dimensions and shit, right. they probably have nanotech and other things that we're figuring out today. So yeah. um, I just don't think when you start spreading out the timeline so far, they might have had very different milestones than us. And so, yeah, yeah. and therefore things become more or less important, I think, to those people too. Yeah, so I get that. Uh, Jason Martell's on here once and just wonders if they had nanotech too. He's, he's kind of George Noring that part there, not really adding anything. Uh, they cut ahead to 2015. A lot of 2015 stuff in this episode because it's a 2016 episode. Right. The New York uh, City Tech Crunch Disrupt, disrupt uh, speaking of Silicon Valley, uh, convention launches, um, this company launches a desktop 3D printer of biomaterials. So this is an actual printer for organs and tissue. Right. And they printed Van Gogh's ear. Huge. So yeah. uh, I guess they had a blood sample or something. And, I don't Yeah, I, I was going to say, how, did they just make an ear and say, it's Van Gogh's? Like, yeah. how, like that was or, very weird. At a genetic yeah. level, it must have been his DNA, and Maybe. there we go. Yeah. I don't know. But um, So they're calling this, of course, the this biofabrication. Biofabrication. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gray Scott is on a lot here, and he's like, you know, in the future, it'll just be full bodies printed. And then right. Wilcott comes on. Like in uh, Fifth Element. There you go. Um, oh, actually, yeah, that's actually the perfect example of yeah. that. Uh, uh, that's, I guess that's probably the first time I ever saw the concept of a, not let alone a biological one, but a 3D printer, right? Something right. printing, I guess you could argue like the food replicator on Star Trek and stuff is one of the, but you never right. really saw it happen. You just saw them yeah. pull open the microwave door and pull out some right, steaming right. turkey, but um, <laughs> some steaming <laughs> turkey. Yeah. <laughs> some jack turkey. Uh, but Wilcock... Uh, uh, drips here, and he says, in certain ways, this technology is so extreme that it would make it democratic. It would make it inexpensive and accessible. In the hands of skilled, trained medical professionals, it would be possible for people to print their own organs out of their own genetic material. I get what he's saying, but I wrote this word for word, and it's like, I don't like the technology is so extreme. I, I think he would say it would be so desirable. 
right. that it would make it democratic because competition would happen very quickly and it would become pretty cheap, you know, over time. Right. That if everyone has access to these ma- machines right. and technology, that right, yeah, it's if not it was just open be source, one company that knows how to do it. Right. Like I, I get his point. He just said it in a very weird yeah. way. I don't know. Um, it all, like again, I know that democratic is not always political. I'm just saying, like it was a very weird thing to say that it's so extreme that it becomes democratic, which makes yeah. me think more of like a. I don't know. I don't I like 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 people would be fighting over it under the black market or something. But it's like no, that would make it worse and more. Right, right. I think and, extreme know. of like just yeah, everyone can access right because of course yeah. everyone would want that. Everyone would want I mean, to be able. Like to... I said, my nephew got a three D printer for Christmas. Right, they're like a few hundred bucks. A biofabricating three D printer. Yeah, I I mean I <laughs> I bioed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Print now, this. There there was a cool representation of this on the newest season of The Expanse on Amazon mm-hmm. uh, where one of the characters in a, in a firefight gets two of his fingers chopped, like shot off and they just give him this little glove thing and it regrows his fingers in like a mm. few days. But oh, it's okay. like, it's like a little, it created a little like aquarium environment and his fingers were like growing back all yeah. gross and slow. But, uh, but exactly this kind of thing, biofabricating yeah. his fingers back from his own stumps. Groven so. Snake says something about the sixth day doing this as well. Oh yeah, Batman. he messaged me earlier today and was like, "Oh yeah, this is very reminiscent of the sixth day and uh, Terminator shit." So yeah, yeah. Um, they talk about DARPA uh, currently developing neural implants for their soldiers to increase cognitive ability and like reaction times and decision. Ma- oh, I guess cognitive is decision yes, making skills. Knows. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we gotta get the numbers from Cognos. <laughs> um, but uh, they then talk about smart skin uh, being developed. So this is a translucent well it's not it, it it could be whatever the fuck you want but right now it's a prototype translucent skin that has biofeedback meaning it gives you your sense of touch back when you have a prosthetic so right. you can you can now again create this this is the synthetic skin that makes your prospect prosthetic not look like a robot arm or something right, right. so um the the game um much better than this episode but the game series Deus Ex is all about transhumanism mm-hmm. and so it's like you play a cop who gets in an accident gets all his limbs blown off and they were without his consent because they're just trying to save his life is like 70% cybernetic at that point cuz he just had his brain his brain and torso was left in one yeah. of his hands i think and uh and then it's like you play the whole game which is like oh do you use all of this powerful shit and prove all the anti-transhumanists that you're evil and that you're you know, you're you're not a human anymore. You're a fucking machine. Or mm-hmm. do you act kind of like non-lethal and and show that you're more human than even the right. non-humans that just want to be pure and all that kind of yeah. stuff? But much more interest. There's a lot of more interesting literature and games and movies about transhumanism than this fucking episode. So, yeah. um, go spend seventy hours playing Deus Ex, <laughs> Mankind Divided, or whatever. But, um, uh, oh, here's where I remind everyone that Gray Scott is in every fucking segment. Yeah. Um, the professor here talks about and shows one of his little implant things that he put in his arm, and he shows how he can like move this prosthetic arm with his fingers. It's weird though the the prosthetic arms they show on this show are never as impressive as the ones you can just like see on a fucking shared Facebook video. Like, right. why don't you guys just take clips of that company? It's like much more impre- like that. Like I remember like less than a year ago there was that little girl who had two. Um, she had two malformed uh, hands and arms, but she had these fucking prosthetic arms that can be just moved by her mind, and she's living right. this fairly normal life and picking up eggs and all this shit. And because uh, that's always the thing is like, right. oh, look how, how delicate, yeah. yeah, look how sensitive the pressure feedback is. They don't crack an oh, egg. Wow. <laughs> um, or like that guy. Look w- at the strata and that egg. I want to yeah. eat it. <laughs> the egg is 
I think only two weeks old. The egg old. is mightier than sword. <laughs> Chuck it. People used to chuck those at my house, and then it created this strata down the rock, and it would just eat away. And it, it, you know, my parents would always get really pissed because they blamed it on me because they said it was my friends. I said they're not my friends. I don't have any friends. <laughs> friends egg a person's yeah, house. They're butt chucking those eggs. Yeah, just, yeah a story <laughs> about not even me, but one of my family members that I told you happened. Wait, what? So. My one of my sisters got in huge trouble. I think I've told the story on the air, but one of my sisters got in huge trouble her senior year of high school. So I was in ninth or tenth grade, and my mother picks me up from school that day, crying, weeping in the car. I just don't know your sister anymore. My sister had never really done anything bad. Never like was a pretty. We were all pretty, you know, well behaved kids in school. So, but your story is exactly the story. Yeah. So she got convinced by Dorsch Gorner and a couple of when she was still dating him and they a couple of in high school? Yeah. Oh shit. And a couple of like like senior year was when they met. I uh, thought that was like and he went to a college. No, he went to a different high school. No, no, they yeah, they 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 started going out like 20 years ago. <laughs> um but uh so they convince my sister to egg this girl that she hated like was a was a a really dramatic friend from her like uh, late middle school, early high school days. She hadn't really talked to her in a long time, but she moved in in our condominium complex pretty close to us, like within mm. like a, like 30 seconds walking distance. And so they decided, let's go egg people's houses uh, or their car, and we'll start with her car because their little our little guest parking thing was right by our the entrance to our condo. So they fucking threw the eggs on there and, and then egged the front door of their uh, condo they, but her mother, her her mom was a cop and had cameras <laughs> and literally you could see my sister <laughs> throwing eggs on there. And then yeah. they proved it. So they proved it was her, like didn't get away with it for more than like six hours. <laughs> and then Laura was like, my sister, oh, Dora. Well, she was on this fucking show. Whatever. Same yeah. sister that was on the uh, Aliens and the Undead episode. Of probing Long Aliens. Long time ago. Yes, Laura. But, uh, but anyway, and, but it was the same thing where it was like, I mean, my friends, you know, convinced me to do it, and it, I, I didn't want to, but they were like, no, let's go do it. So it was literally like your fucking story, where it's like, oh, my friends did it. Well, that was just <laughs> shock. It was, they were egging his house. I know. <laughs> so he yeah. was he was the Deborah in yeah. that story, but anyway. my friends would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought but, you were knowingly no, I, remembering my weird story <laughs> my sister. I had nothing was, to do with it. It was more of the strata and then a very right. depressing story that he's just getting egged. And well, it happened in real saying, life. <laughs> oh, that the parents are saying it's your friends, and he's saying, I don't have friends. Right. <laughs> and this girl did not, which oh, was boy. also exactly, exactly. just well, like the story. Colonel Synchronicity. Shocking. <laughs> um, but, uh, we should oh. do that where we Photoshop. Robert Shock on Shocky's body from Cabin Boy. Oh, remember Shocky, <laughs> yes. the half man, half shark? Because yes. he kind of looks like him with the the gray hair and beard. Exactly, we could yes. probably easily do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Shocky, <laughs> because water destroys rocks, and yeah. I'm in the water. Being a water, I know what it's about. <laughs> I destroy the rocks. I feel like if we had my brother do that, post it under our account and tag Joe Rogan, he'd yeah, be yeah. into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, two years after yeah. Robert Schock was on the episode. He's, but he's psyched on him. Yeah. I mean, I hope that they were saying, like, Robert Schock's like, I got to take you to Egypt, Joe. We yeah. got to go together. And like, like and I hope. You got the, movie friends? Right. You can give me a deal? But then at the end of the episode, when Joe Rogan does his little outro thing, he's like, I would love to go, but... 
I'm probably never going to go with that. Yeah, I'm too yeah, scared. Yeah. I'm too scared to go to Egypt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, let's finish this fucking episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, they then talk about how we, if we perfected uploading consciousness into a virtual brain, we could then basically exist as robotic avatars, yeah. which means that we could travel through space and have no danger of our human bodies back home in the safety of Earth. Yeah. Uh, safety of Earth's atmosphere and gravity would have no problem exploring space as if we were out there. Yeah. Because then if the connection was cut, we'd just, you know, pop back Come in. Back, yeah. Just like that movie, Avatar, The Last Airbender. No. Yes. There, there, there was that one movie with, uh, was it Bruce Willis, where it wasn't the, the, the looper. It was oh. the other one. Yeah, it was where Bruce Willis. All the world was... Had your avatar, Avatars, basically, yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, then the, people were, like, killing the real people. Exactly, yes. Um, but, God, I uh, feel like I fell asleep watching oh, that Oh, that was once. a Pino one. That was a classic Pino theater movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they, of course, ask, are, are, are aliens doing the same shit, having virtual mm-hmm. robotic android avatars? Mm-hmm. And have they been doing that forever? Have we ever even, assuming we have met aliens, or some people have, have they ever even met the actual alien source organic person? Right, right, right. right. Well, because they always say the greys are like robots or whatever. Androids or whatever, yeah. right? So uh, we get Hillium Henry, William Henry Medallion Man here. And for some reason, he doesn't, he doesn't say Stargate at all in this episode. He says, at the Massachusetts Institute for Technology, they're developing smart skin for soldiers that would make them resistant to ballistic attacks. This is absolutely extraordinary because in ancient texts, the gods wore similar skin to protect them from human weaponry, they couldn't die. Um, so they're talking about uh, whatever it was, super skin or whatever the fuck they said before. Um, and then they talk about, uh, Sukes comes on and talks about Hercules and Karna and their impenetrable armor, armors. And mm. Hercules had his lion skin or whatever and saying that the super skin existed. Again, all very, very short, very broad points that aren't very interesting at all. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could, they could have. If they really wanted to do this, they could have just picked a technology, pick super skin, and that's a whole eight minute segment. Right. And you go through ten examples of that. And like I just yeah. I don't Or from how aliens influenced it in the past. Exactly. Again, right? this whole show's about history and right. it's I mean, it's fine to talk about the future based on history, but right. just tie it in somehow. And I yeah, I, I hate and I hate that it's because it's they to them, they are always tying it in because lazily they're saying, but yeah, but remember Hercules is an, an ancient is an demigod, yeah, yeah, which yeah. means he's an en- ancient demi alien. He's an right. alien hybrid man. Yeah. Right. It's just like it's like you you're all supposed to assume this by now. It's like, no, right. you have to again yeah. think of who's watching the show, and there's always gonna be new people watching the right. show too. And again, you just have to keep proving your fucking point because you haven't proven yeah. anything yet. You yeah, just yeah. keep speculating, you know. Uh, we swim over to Geneva, Switzerland, and this is the the brain initiative that uh uh, my president, Barack Obama, still my president. Uh, uh, they show his his cool, uh, you know, one of the classic um, white collar fucking dinner. Not white collar, formal. What a black yeah. tie, black yeah. tie <laughs> events that no white collar yeah. black tie <laughs> that are in every fucking you know Tom Clancy movie or whatever. Yeah. Where, oh, the president's hosting a thing on this geological initiative for this fucking mountain or Just whatever. Just like in True Lies, right? And uh, and so. Uh, it's a $4.5 billion project started, or at least funded by Obama, supported by o- Obama, the long-legged back daddy himself. Yes. Um, and <laughs> this project was to build a virtual brain so that the yeah. consciousness could be transferred at a one-to-one ratio. Um, and Wilcock drips here, and he says, 
What happens if we gain the ability to upload our consciousness into some sort of cloud, some sort, <laughs> you'd have a talking sword, no, yeah. some sort of cloud-based internet technology? It's not that far from the spectrum of the realizable goal because we're already seeing neurological implants that can be put into the brain to control the movements of an artificial essence of what it means to be conscious. <laughs> it's all one. It's like, it might yeah. be my longest quote on the show ever. And remove it from a biological substrate and make itself far more intelligent and far more massive <laughs> than any human has, has been before. <laughs> I've never seen these yeah. sizes. I have gained all the knowledge in the universe, yeah. and my first act will be make my penis more massive. Lump and <laughs> pink. <laughs> um, Childress chimes in immediately after and says, uh, he asks, you have to wonder if extraterrestrials are guiding us and manipulating us into this new future and into this new human that we're destined to be. So now it's really all about Again, that the our desire for space travel feeds our desire for cybernetic development, mm -hmm. which feeds our desire retroactively for just general technological development, so we can travel to space and meet our galactic daddies without yeah. our bodies dying off or something. Yeah. So, and that the aliens have been just fucking setting setting up these dominoes to fall down all along. Perfectly. So um, this was probably the coolest factoid in the whole show, the whole episode, which is the coining of the term cyborg was done by the scientist Klein, K-L-N-I-N-E, and then Kleins, C-L-Y-N-E-S, and they wrote the book about cybernetics. They wrote a book called uh, Drugs, Space, and Cybernetics. So they were also doing a study. Maybe the, I, don't, I don't know if they were tying it back to the original opener of the show. Mm-hmm. The pick the guy Klein and Kleins did not look like the same guys they were showing in the videos in the beginning, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Still in the sixties, so maybe it was. But the whole point of creating a cybernetic person initially was because the space race was going on. Space Jam was going on too, so they had to get better jumpers out there. Yeah. But uh, the space race was going on, and the spacesuit is a big pain in the ass, right? So how can we make the human body not fucking freeze to death and get all the oxygen sucked out of us and all yeah. that kind of stuff too? Like a good blowjob. So there you go. Um, we get a suit. Our first, not our first appearance of Sukes, but our first Sook alert here, because he's just been, he just, he just kind of like I've been saying, knocks up. <laughs> he knocks up Robert Clotworthy. Yeah. No, <laughs> he sets up Robert Clotworthy to just knock him down uh, and explain what the next chunk of We're information. Starting to get a little more about. jolly Sukes here. Yes. A little bigger head. Hair's quafted like a crown again. He's starting to get kind of like a Wolverine style hair too, yeah, where yeah. it's like the sideburns are getting longer, so maybe mm. we're noticing the skin and jowls more. Right. And it's just more of that perfect yeah. <laughs> flowing back like oddly symmetrically. Yeah. Um, but uh It's my new band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're prog rock. Yeah. E EMDR. No. <laughs> EDM people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to help you with some yeah. therapy. We introduce a, a trance-like state in all of our music. It's stereo music. Just yeah. Click, yeah. Click, click, click. <laughs> it's duo mono. It's not stereo because the sound's never out of both at the same okay. time. It's yeah. duo yeah. mono. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Bilateral mono. Okay, piece uh, of shit. <laughs> um, and yeah, Suk says, uh, one has to wonder if extraterrestrials experience the same kind of muscle and bone loss that we do. If that was a problem for them, and he's making the point that they must have had to figure out cybernetics as well, yeah, yeah. Um, even though we haven't figured out any cybernetics that actually help us in space yet, so yeah. take take it with a grain of salt. Um, oh, here's where our desire is all spelled. Also, and we're wrapping up at the end here. Childress chimes in and he says, 
uh, the, the last segment of the show too is like three minutes long, mm-hmm. and they should have just cut it at the end of the last because they don't introduce anything interesting here except their ancient astronaut theorists just speculating on ex- on all the shit they just said before. So Children right. chimed in and says, uh, "I think that what will happen is that our bodies will be." perfect and you know diseases and we solved and whatever all that bullshit and we'll be ready ourselves to go into space and join our creators in the stars uh clotworthy rattles off all the tech from before and then uh ask ask a question they might have asked in the beginning to make it interesting but depending on which route you go down if you go to nanotechnology if you go to fucking robotics inserted or whatever which does does either of those make then original humans obsolete right which is literally the question that any transhumanist work of fiction explores. That is the interesting thing. It's like, well, what happens when the superpowered people live in the same world as normal, pure people, right? right? Right, How does that change society? How does that change fucking sports and politics and medical care and all this kind of shit, you know? Yeah. So um, that's like the central issue that the whole Deus Ex video game series deal with, which is really interesting. So um, the next episode is... The new evidence. Um, oh, we'll finish off with something we should have started with because we prattled on forever. We Chris prattled on forever. Um, reaching for the stars. So oh, we yeah. got a new five-star review this week. Yeah, I feel like, like we're going to read this and then we yeah. just... Yeah. <laughs> um, so, reaching, so reaching for the stars is something... Canadian girls! No, uh, reaching for the stars is something where we ask you, segment where we ask you, the little probers and probets out there, to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, especially right now. That's where we need it the most. But any podcast service that has ratings, any social media that has ratings, uh, recommend us with those five stars. Keep it coming. Even and on we will cast box, you can get the yes. comments going. Positive comments are always good. So, uh, But yeah, if you leave us that five-star review and review us in the comments of that five-star rating, we will give you a shout-out and read that review on the air. Our one-star reach this week comes from Crescent Moon 18 who titles their review, Some Coin of Sky, like the video that partially inspired this entire show. Absolutely hilarious and spotted impressions of Childress and all the others. Thank you. I started listening for the Ancient Aliens material, but I keep coming back for the banter and laughs. So Crescent Moon 18 really gets it. If you made it this far in the show right now yeah. anyway, then you get it too, obviously. But yeah, um, but yeah. so we got a couple negative reviews, but we're not going to read those because yeah. they're rude and they're mean and yeah. they don't understand Someone our vision for this show. I so. can't remember. They were goofy, though. Yes. Uh, gorge. <laughs> That's a lot of waste of time before getting <laughs> to the episode. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Crescent Moon 18. So um, yeah, watch us every Monday night, unless we say otherwise in our Instagram story. Correct. Watch us every Monday night uh, around 8-ish p.m. We were a little earlier tonight because we had the day off, but um, Mondays are when we record the show usually, and on Twitch.tv... Pacific time. Pacific time. Exactly. Twitch.tv slash Probing H. Daily is where you can watch along with our record tonight, and then you get little behind-the-scenes action, like Steve getting up to go smoke and me going to piss in the bathroom smoke sometimes me. in the backyard. Yes, not exactly. Cigarettes I do meat. not smoke, okay. everyone. Okay. No, every- <laughs> Your love for me has been... Predicated on the fact that I am a clean living human being and do not smoke any sort of tobacco products at all. Sorry. Uh, No, because anytime I'm like, oh, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I smoked some meat. And people are like, what? You're smoking pole, bro? You're getting high? I'm like, no. Smoke meat. I cook meat. Right. (laughs) Yeah, you just get that at Lucille's, okay? Easy enough. (laughs) It doesn't come from your house. Okay. (laughs) No one can do that themselves. Yeah, only I come at your house. Yeah. Do you have a smokehouse? Is that where your house is? Okay. Otherwise, oh, no. so you were working your shifts at Lucille's barbecue, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, you I got it, it wait. now. Does work know about your second work? <laughs> 
What about your second breakfast? Because <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you've had a few. Um, uh, yeah, twitch.tv slash probingenginians where you can follow along with us on the show and chat with us. You can also uh, give us a little free cash by linking your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch Prime account and then subscribing to our channel. And every you, if you just do every that every month, month yeah. it gives us a little, a little ping, a little sting of that bling, bling, bling money. So um, Because we're going to go to Contact in the Desert. You're oh, going to yeah. get that content on Patreon. Oh, yes. Maybe a peek. But uh, we're going to also have to buy DVDs while we're there. So every little bit Meaning you're going to have to buy our DVDs. <laughs> no. Uh, no, but on Patreon.com slash is where you get at least two exclusive full, full-length, sometimes longer-length podcasts every month. Oh, yeah. Uh, or bare minimum an hour Hour and a Sometimes half ish, yeah. Over two, but yeah. It's rare that we've had one, yeah, less than an hour and a half. But yeah. uh, one of those monthly podcasts is Adventurous Ghost, which is very similar to this show, but it's about the show Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel. The other show is Probing Deeper, where we probe deeper into all sorts of subjects in the ancient astronaut theory, UFO, paranormal, conspiracy theory related world. So, microphone hitting world. Uh, that's patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Follow at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook, and listen to our other podcast, Beer There, Drunk That, on the same podcast surfaces, surfaces, <laughs> that, uh, on your Microsoft Surface tablet only. Exclu- it says, it, Beer There, Drunk That is exclusive to Microsoft yeah, Surface tablets. Yeah. Um, at the same podcast surface, surfaces as Probing Ancient Aliens. <laughs> yeah. And tell your friends about the show. Tell everyone yeah. you know about the show. Tell your mom about the show. Anyone that isn't a big prude will enjoy we'll our enjoy show, our show, 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 and our plump, and our plump, and our plump, and our plump, pink, plump, pink, 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 Second breakfast rib that he's smoking right now. That's my meal prep of the week, baby. Uh, yeah, whatever, whatever, Victor. <laughs> New green cheek. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Save that for later. Bye. <laughs>